Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By 10 Forward number 27. Woohoo! Alien and Aliens. Dumb and Dumber. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris, and joining me today are... Ames. Caitlin. Jake. And... Melissa. Melissa! <laughs> we have a new oh, guest! Wow. Hi! <laughs> We're very excited to have you on board, Melissa. Oh, thank you. Thank where you can so we, much for having Where me. can we put this opositor? <laughs> oh, God. Wow, this episode wow, is has to keep that special. shit in. <laughs> I, damn. This is like turning into the Howard Stern show. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that we need a soundboard no. to make like... Oh, yeah. wow. We've been saying that for years, <laughs> like too. Like a foghorn. I feel like you two... Oh, my God, a foghorn, yes! You two are <laughs> your own... Yes, yeah, we don't need a soundboard. <laughs> we have we you two just to... That. No, we need a soundboard. Cool. Anyway, Chris, carry on. <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're discussing the first two uh, Alien movies before, you know... Well, no, they, they start to introduce weird lore even kind of early on. Anyway. Have you read the comics? <laughs> no, God, no. Uh, so, in... <laughs> Says the biggest comic book nerd at the table. Like, no, I wouldn't read that shit, no. Well, I'm not, I'm not into this series enough to do that. Oh. Did you hear that, Alien? Feel bad about yourself. I did make the mistake of seeing Prometheus... I thought the movie was great. It wasn't good. Michael but it was Fassbender great. is excellent. I was going to say, I think Ma- Michael Fassbender tricks people into thinking it's better than it Ayo. is. But we're not here <laughs> to talk about that, thank God. One day we will. We're here to talk about be. Ridley Scott's Alien and James Cameron's Aliens. Mm. So, in Alien, an ore hauling ship is uh, ordered off course and its crew awakened to study a mysterious signal, and it all gets worse from there. <laughs> Uh, Hard to imagine, because what a way to start a story. (laughs) (laughs) Found it. Great. Wow. There it is. We're off the rails. Did you download like an app or something? No, it's YouTube. It's just a YouTube video, and it won't stop. You know, there's you know, there's definitely an app, though, right? I'm sure. Just in case I cut all the jabber about a soundboard, (laughs) that's a callback to a joke I probably cut. Don't cut the jokes. Got it. So, yeah, John Hurt uh, looks too close at he an egg. He gets really hurt. That's a good name for he, him in He this looks movie. too close at an egg and gets the world's worst case of salmonella poisoning. Mm-hmm. It bursts out of his chest in a scene uh, directly lifted from Spaceballs. <laughs> With John Hurt. Yeah. John Hurt. And, uh, yeah, I'm amazed they got him for both. Uh, and... What yeah. Are we, when are we covering Spaceballs? That'll be a good Dude, day. We've time now. Why talked about it several we? times. We keep at Let's it not managing. Let's just stop talking about Alien and talk about Spaceballs. Yeah, I don't even need to watch Spaceballs to do have a good discussion <laughs> about Spaceballs. But uh, yeah, and then the Salmonella grows up into a Xenomorph, and sure. it slowly picks off the crew, sure. and Bilbo's an android. Classic. Um, <laughs> and eventually only Ripley and the cat live. For the best. <laughs> in Aliens, you know, they find Ripley. Turns out she was... Drifting in space for 57, 57 years. years. Jonesy is still alive, Jonesy's too. Jonesy's still there. Good kid. Um, 
Fatter though, he got fatter in stasis. Yeah, well, he ate a lot of yeah. Act, no, what, what it is is <laughs> exactly. uh, well, like just little bits of Ripley missing. Well, no, what it is is actually it's just that it <laughs> was really hungers. humid in the pod, so his his He's fur just fluffy. Uh, I'm not sure how it was humid in a cryostasis pod, but there we go. So yeah, then Paul Reiser shows up. Classic, and, uh, and he's mad about you. Yeah. <laughs> he's mad is. about something. And he's all like, so look, I might have told these colonists to look for these aliens you told me about. Um, no, he doesn't say that. No, but, you know, he eventually admits it. But he might have. And yeah, so the colony's been wiped out by the, the xenomorphs. and. Whoopsie. Game so over, man! Game Ripley over! goes to try There's to so fix Bill it, Paxton. along so with much. Bill Paxton and Kyle Reese. <gasps> and, uh, Bean? What's his last Michael first Bean, name? Michael Bean, Vine, I don't know how you pronounce it. It's Bean. And, uh, As yeah, there's, the bean. there's explosions <laughs> and a power loader, <laughs> and uh, Ripley's a mom now, because God forbid a woman not be defined by motherhood. She was already a mother, and I didn't realize that. Yeah, well, it's, it's a cutscene. There's yeah. a cutscene, and there's, like, a reference or something. She has a child? Yeah. Yeah, so, there's a deleted scene in the second one that establishes that, like, yeah. she's like, so what happened to my kid? And they're like, oh, well, you know, she did well for herself and died of the cancer. Recently, yeah. yeah. So it kind of adds a whole extra layer to the whole thing, but mm. I still anyway. We'll get originally. To that. Here's just me, me throwing this in uh, as early as possible. They actually had a scene like that, and they filmed it, and it was going to be, "Oh, your daughter is still alive. You want to talk to her?" And they bring up on the video screen, played by Sigourney Weaver's actual mother. Huh. Hilarious. Uh, and the daughter is just basically like, uh, this is all your fault for yeah. leaving me. Yeah. I don't me. love you. Life sucked for me. Where's the cat? <laughs> oh, she wants the cat? No, I'm just making that Damn part it. up. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, well, mean, at, least, yes. at least I'm sure she'll have a... Uh, a long and loving relationship with Newt. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. Newt won't just die off screen between movies. Yeah. <laughs> is that really what happens? Yep. <laughs> what like, the fuck? Alien 3. The intro yeah. to Alien 3 also, is, is, is... Like, everyone yeah. you everyone love Everyone except for Ripley dies it, on the way home. Well, and then she goes to, like, a like a prison rape planet, right? Yeah, prison rape planet. Isn't, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, Isn't Bishop all... alive for, like, five minutes at the start of Alien 3, but then he dies? I think or... he might have been... I've we'll never cover, seen it, We'll but... cover this one day when we cover Alien 3. Don't. No, we won't. Um, no. I'll cover yeah. it on my own. I'll, there we I'll, go. I'll, 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 is going to be, like, hiding under a blanket <laughs> in her bed, like, late at night, like, listeners. <laughs> Ames, you don't even have a microphone. I mean, here's the thing. From... From what Ooh. I have read about Covenant, Covenant nothing's as like, bad as Covenant. Yeah, Covenant does look bad. I've never okay. heard of it. It's the the fucking, what was it? It was the semi-sequel to Prometheus. Oh. Yikes. But the only character that carried over was David. Yikes. So oh. good one. <laughs> yes. Um, but it sounds like they didn't do anything good with him after that. No. So. Um, yeah, no. By all, like, Covenant looks fucking uh, abysmal. Oh, Ridley boy. Yeah. He jumped the shark. Oh, oh, Rid- oh Ridley, Ridley Scott has not made a good movie since, like, the early 90s, probably. What, right? What movies has he made that I would know aside from this one? Blade Runner. The mm. first one. All I remember. Okay, like, let me ask a different question. What good movies has he made that I would know aside from this one? You don't like Blade Runner? Yes. Not especially. Hot, hot take. Uh, hey, I, that's a hot one. I know he did that Robin Hood movie everyone hated a few years ago. Which uh, one? The one with Cosner? No, 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 no. No, the, no right. That's from like the 80s or something, isn't early it? Early 90s. You know, the one with um, Oh, um, uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Oh, Russell, Russell. Crowe. Pancake yeah. Mouth. But not Gladiator. Oh, no, Gladiator. Yeah. But to put pancakes in? 
Oh, did he do Gladiator? Yeah, also that. Yeah, I heard. He I feel like I read somewhere that his singing in Les Mis got him called Pancake Mouth. Wow. That's I a, thought that was just something we came up oh, with. Oh, was that something we came up with? <laughs> it sounds like it's not people Put it on the internet. Listen, if you, I was going to say, if we just say that it's a thing you can Add say, it. it is now, right? Add it to the Wikipedia. Put it on Wikipedia. <laughs> also, apparently, uh, Ridley Scott did Gladiator, so that might have been his last. That's a good movie. Critically Wait, successful. Movie. Great Queer film. giraffes. His last critically Starring successful Pancake film. <laughs> Russell um, Pancake Mouth Crow. But yeah, no, I, I don't he know. He really does. I don't know a lot of them off the top of my head, but I know most of his most recent releases. Uh, you know, I'll show you. They call them. Not David Didgeridoo. More like Didgeridoo. Don't am I right? We're critical, oh, uh, critical disaster. Where's the foghorn? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want a foghorn? Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like this is more of a but up, but up, where. So, uh... This is gonna be unlistenable. <laughs> Yay! Our worst episode ever already. <laughs> I'm here for the worst one. <laughs> so, so I, I have gone on record having... Because this is only the second time I've watched these movies. Same. And the first time was over a decade ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And same. I had the same time. frequently be on record saying that Alien is the better movie, but Aliens is the more fun movie. What, would, do you, what do you think now that you actually watched? Oh, I was going to say, he's definitely taken some of that back. Uh, Alien is the better movie. Aliens is really boring. Oh! Whoa. I have never been so bored by something that wants to be exciting. Man! That's fa- false. And like that, that, like that cakes, scene like where Robin, what's her name, goes down on Ben Affleck in that Superman movie and he oh, makes yeah. that boredom face. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a great moment. Hollywood Land? Yes. Great. Uh, yeah, no, I was really just not into it this time. Maybe you are an idiot. I think it's possible. <laughs> I mean, it's undeniable that Alien is a horror movie and Aliens is an action yeah, movie. Yeah, that's Which true. is really unusual for a series to like completely change what the yeah. genre well, is. I have Except a great for quote. like Rambo and Robocop and... I haven't seen any of them. Well, Robocop, the oh, man, first two movies are the same. What about Die Hard? Have you seen Die Hard? Of course I've seen Die Hard. Don't those kind of go off the rails as well? Yeah, well, like, there's a difference between like going off the rails and switching genres. Yeah, I would argue right, that, that right, like, First right. Blood and Rambo 2 First Blood Part 2, whatever. <laughs> the Awakening of The one where, he go, where it's just like, like the first one, the first one's like, a, is like blood. a great treatise on like the treatment of vets and PTSD and small town cops being dickheads. Yeah. And then the second one's like, all right, we're going to send that PTSD guy. We're going to send him into a fucking war zone. Let's weaponize his PTSD. But you had something in. I had a quote because, you know, in terms of, you know, the, the tones and the genres of these two films wildly different the directors of the two, these two films wildly different yeah. the writers yeah. because one of them is also the director yeah. still wildly different yeah. uh, the quote Cameron gave was if the first film could be compared to a haunted attraction Aliens is a roller coaster yeah yeah like the production design's completely different I think a big issue is that at the time at least again I, he, he's changed a lot but with Alien special effects were a means to an end to tell a story Aliens is enamored with special effects. Mm. But that's Cameron in general. The man yeah. fucking loves special effects. They also had like a much bigger budget. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. they spent as much budget on just Sigourney Weaver as they did on the whole mm. of mm. Alien. Well, well Sigourney sense. Weaver was a huge movie star by the time. Yeah. yeah. She'd been in Ghostbusters. Yeah, she tried, like she apparently like 
tried to say no many times, but Cameron, you know, was a adamant that that she be in the movie. Sure. We'll um, give you properly sized underwear. Maybe. <laughs> no, they were still too small at the beginning yeah, of the second they, movie. That's true. They yeah, weren't as bad as the ones. Seriously, though, why did they put her in children's underwear at the end of the movie and give her plumber's crack? I was like, I get that you don't want. I I understand that you want to cut off as close to her vulva as you can. Yeah, sure, sure. But but plumber's crack in the back, you guys couldn't like I don't know just. I Make mean, a hanky into a better pair of underwear than it's this? It's not a good excuse, but clearly they wanted her to seem extra vulnerable. Like, I'm sure if he'd had his way, he should have been nude, That frankly. was the original plan. And also, like, that's stupid in and of itself. But yes. also in the original plan was that the alien would be aroused by it. Oh, God, there's I'm, enough... I'm so glad they cut that. There's <laughs> enough weird psychosexual shit in the first movie. We didn't need Where's that. Where's the soundboard? Okay, okay. Boy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... I, about these movies the psychosexual shit is for the most part it's inverted really nicely yeah but it's a lot of like men being penetrated and like the like powerful female figures and, well like, so and it's fisting. interesting and i don't remember that part. i don't know i remember <laughs> reading years ago the original script was way gayer Love it. They were all they were all men, and there was like a lot of grab ass going on. They were all and, unisex characters. Yeah. Oh, really? All like O'Bannon and the yeah. other guy Shusset wrote the script so that all the characters could be whatever was best for the role. Oh, okay. So the casting directors got to pick, but they they said, "Well, even though we said all the characters would be unisex, which is you know how I write as well. Yeah, sure. For whatever's that. best for the role." They didn't even cross their minds that, that the Ripley, Ripley character, Ripley. which was a different name at the time, was mm. could ever be female. <laughs> and I think she can only be female. Yeah, yeah. Because that's it's so perfect a role. Yeah. When and what's really fascinating, I kind of forgot, is like it really, really is an ensemble piece. Yes. Like until everyone else is dead, yes. she's not like the focus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I forgot about because you get so used to the idea that Ripley is the lead of Alien. Mm. But I mean, yeah. yeah, she's the face of the franchise. But in the film, First like, movie, yeah. the most the hero. Yeah, like the engineers and Veronica oh. Cartwright get like the least screen time. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Overall. But they're still a big part of yeah. the experience of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's only as they kill off everyone else. Like, it's almost like the chain of command. Once. The captain and first officer are dead. Then the story starts to shift more to her. Yeah, but it's also it's interesting, right? Like, because we have we have the the context of the yeah. of the future movies. But That's if true. if you look at Alien as just like a straight up horror movie, yeah. like what would have been popular in at the end of the seventies with you know because you have like the Halloween franchise yeah. where you know they had a, a female badass lead who yeah. survives every movie. Final so yeah. yeah, yeah. So like that's basically what what Ripley could be viewed as in this movie is just the final girl that's, that happens to survive. It made yeah. me very surprised because I entirely forgot that Hicks survives mm-hmm. aliens. So did Caitlin. Barely. I entirely forgot that because, you know, I was very meanwhile important. shipping shipping him and Ripley hard. Like, oh, oh, absolutely. Okay, that's Please Kyle bang. Reese. Bang more. Romance of dreams. I mean, I, I, Maybe I, I, was, I was shipping no, Hudson and Ripley, but I don't know. Same. Oh, Hudson. I'm shipping Both. Hudson and nobody. Fuck right <laughs> on, Hudson. <laughs> Hudson and shutting up. 
Oh, Bill Paxton is adorable in this, though, because he's such a whiny little baby, and yeah. I guess Paxton said, like, he was concerned that he was coming off as too much of a whiny baby, oh, but yeah. then you realize it's, That's as you're watching the movie, yeah. it's because you need the pressure relief every yeah. day, the yeah, pressure yeah. valve to be... It's, like, it's a very, off. like, audience replacement character that you would just be like, fuck all yeah. of this, fuck it again, I can't but also, this anymore. like, clearly they're trying to play with the idea of, like, here's these big, tough soldiers, yeah, and yeah, yeah, they're yeah. useless in the face of these things. Yeah. Like, I remember watching it, and towards the end, I was like, this should have been Verhoeven. It oh could have been. He'd have, He'd have done so much better with it. Cause There'd it, be more commentary, too. Yeah. And more stop motion. The yeah. gore would have been Yay. amazing. Like, cause especially <laughs> when, when they... <gasps> a chestburster! Yes. Imagine how cool a chestburster would look if it was Verhoeven. But like, it was still great. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, mean but... I, I, I don't get me wrong. I like James Cameron. I think you know the Terminator movies are great. I like mm. Titanic. I always forget that that was James Cameron, um, mm-hmm. and you I like this movie. But yeah, I think his his reliance on action tropes. Well, I think yeah. I, I kind of forgot. You know, simply like the minute the cryo chamber opens, the sergeant or whatever has had a cigar in there yes. with him the whole yeah. time so he put it in his mouth. And you're like, oh, this is going to be some... Fi- oh, no, that's just who he... That's actually his character. That's mm-hmm. not like a parody. This nope. isn't commentary. Yep. This is just who he is. There's no nuance. I am sad. Yeah. No. Like cardboard cutouts. But yeah. He, but he almost... That seems like a Verhoeven. Joke, right. Like, right. But Verhoeven yeah. would have, like, brought it to a conclusion, mm-hmm. whereas this doesn't. Mm. And that, well, that's because that character doesn't last long enough to have that's a conclusion. True. Is that a poem? Yeah, he gets, oh God, he gets yeah. wasted I, in the... Boy, I sure didn't in, know any of their names. Yeah. I, I mean, you know you know Hudson, Hicks, Vasquez... Burke. Burke. Yeah. I don't even Which know Burke. What was the lieutenant's Burke name? Burke is um, Paul, Paul Reiser. Reiser. I keep, oh, oh, okay. I keep wanting to call the lieutenant Burke Dodson, but that's Jurassic Park. Dodson! Dodson! We got Dodson here! Gorman. 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 Yeah, no, I, like, for me, it was like <laughs> the lieutenant. Paul yeah. Reiser was just Paul Reiser. Yeah. Uh, I literally rewound at some point because somebody was like, "Stay, we gotta keep Frosty." And I was like, "Wasn't one of those guys named Frosty and he died like two minutes ago?" Why are we keep Frosty, and that's right. The guy with the like uh, uh, the flamethrower at the beginning that gets like oh thrown. the blondish guy, no, the black guy who gets killed like immediately. Oh, okay, oh no, but the blonde guy. He was oh, called Frosty, Frosty and, and then yeah. immediately later they're like, "Keep Frosty out there," and I'm like, "What the so fuck? Die? <laughs> like yeah, what? I missed that. That oh boy, Jesus." But yeah, the, the first one's just this yeah. great slow build. I love how slow paced it is, and they did yeah. that on purpose. No like, dialogue for the first like seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no dialogue. You, like don't see, you, don't, you don't see the alien until over an hour in, and the That's alien's true. only on screen four minutes. But it, it, and it, it, looks, and it looks goofy for the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I guess I forgot. Like, it's, it, there's a good reason they don't show it a lot. Yeah. When it first runs away screaming from John Hurt, it we rewound and rewatched it because like it's hysterical. Times. Because it doesn't just, like, slide. You're like, oh, wow, it really doesn't look that different in Spaceballs. But the little noise it makes, it's so happy. Whee! At one point, we rewound it, and I said, did it? Did it just say we're back? <laughs> is that a Romulan? Wait, are you talking about the chestbursters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chestbursters. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he, like, throws back his head and goes, <laughs> and then runs away. Like, it's so cute. It, but, was, uh, it was adorable, actually. That's the thing. If you didn't know, if it man, hadn't just burst out of John like Hurt's chest, Jonesy it would really had cute. taken care of it right Seriously, then. he could have just uh, eaten it. That would have well, that would have dissolved Jonesy's head. But no, no, here's the thing. Please. Jonesy and the alien were working together. That's a good point. Yeah. Alien jo- was like, Jonesy's like, I will lure that guy in here. <laughs> well, because the other thing is, Jonesy cornered it, and the alien's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll let you eat the bodies. And the cat's like, deal. Fair. Fuck. I won't. I'm not 
not going to listen to this Jonesy slander. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Jonesy's well, no, he's a good, good boy. Part of the reason yeah, we love cats is that we love them despite knowing that if we dropped dead next to them... They'd eat us. So okay, quickly. But just to be clear, if I drop dead and my cats don't have anything else to eat, they are welcome to eat my dead yeah. body. See, and that's, and that's the virus that they give us with their <laughs> shit that makes us think, yes, we just want Kitty to be happy. Like, don't get me wrong. Most I am totally... How do I get most to kitties? More kitties. I should say, it's also not slander. Like, I am okay with Jonesy having made this deal. It's true. Yeah. You well, know, it's like, I you... want to live. Especially once you see how that bitch throws the carrier around at the end. If I was Jonesy, I too would be seeking revenge ahead of time. Yeah, like I know in the in reality the cat was not no, in there no for those cat. scenes, but all I could yeah. think was like, oh, if that was in there. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I bang, I bang the carrier off the door just a little. I'm like, oh, 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 baby. Oh, I'm so sorry. She's like throwing it through doors. Kicking like, it. What mm. the fuck? For real. Uh, Poor Jonesy. But yeah, yeah it, it's a slow build, but it's yeah. never a slow movie. Yeah. yeah. No. And like, I like I like that, and this is something that I kind of missed in the second one, mm-hmm. uh, is there's not a ton of dialogue just nope. in general. Yeah, no. Smart. But when there is, yeah. it's not always just about the alien until it oh, is. yeah. Like, they there talk was, about cornbread quite there's a lot. Like, mm-hmm. talk, cornbread. Yeah. Well, and they talk about the bonuses a lot. The a bonuses. Lot. That, mm-hmm. whole, that, whole, that, money. that whole thing at the beginning of the yeah. movie where the, where the engineers are, are complaining yeah, that they're the not getting share. a good share. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, oh, that is a great detail because it's totally yes. irrelevant to, like, the, the, the aliens. Yeah. But it, it, it does, it is relevant in the sense that, like, it shows that the company is kind of yep. shitty. Yeah. Um, and it's also just, like, that's how people would talk. Yes. Like, they're at work. Yes. They're just, like, yeah. work-a-day guys yeah. that are bitching about the boss. And there's there's moments of, um, oh, God. Of course, I can't think of his name the minute I need to think of it. Mike Rowe. Dirty Jobs. No. <laughs> That director, um, Ridley Scott. No shit. Did, um, did the long goodbye? Elliot Gould. I have no idea who directed that movie. Uh, Popeye and none better of, movies. Robin none, Williams. Of, none of these are movies I know. <laughs> but he, he's famous for like naturalistic overlapping dialogue. Okay. okay. When people are having conversations. Oh, like we're doing right now all the time. Quentin Tarantino. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, the one that did the West Wing show. He likes that. Oh, show. The Sorkin. Show. Huh? Robert Sorkin. Altman. Sorkin's a writer. Oh, so there, there's oh, moments right. where there's almost Altman, Altman like you know, there's overlap and things like that. Well, but I feel like there's really good like it's world building. Like yeah. you get a sense yeah. of all the shit that's. I think there's a uh, you know I did a little research for this. Yeah. Uh, there's Yay. a there's a great um, Ebert quote about the fact that the first movie they cast like a lot of older actors for the most part, other than Sigourney Weaver. Other which, than the two women. Yeah. yeah. Which, but I mean, it gives you the sense, and the Ebert quote is that, like, it gives you the sense that, like, it's a room full of workers, not yeah. adventurers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are, these are, like, yeah. blue-collar folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These and are, like, class issues and shit like that. These are the least qualified people in the world yeah. to be attempting to make first contact. Yeah. Which Except also, for like, Ash, apparently. Well, yeah. We'll get to Ash in a second. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, it makes it feel, hey. like, like, very relatable that you're just, like, trying to get your job done today and now there's yep. fucking aliens instead of, like, we're out to find aliens and, like, fun shit's gonna happen. Well, and it isn't even just, like, we're doing our job and there's aliens. Yeah. It's, like, we're doing our job and they're making us wake up out of cryostasis ten months early yeah. and they're sending us to this fucking plant to check out this SOS. Yeah. This isn't in my fucking contract. Yeah. Um, actually, it is. Subparagraph well, see, three, if you don't Ash. help, you get go fuck yourself. Basically, oh, okay, this movie predicted and other duties as required. Yeah. Ooh. Here's so deeply anti-corporate. I love it. 
I said this to Chris kind of in jest, but now I'm going to say it seriously, and yeah. I know it's kind of a shitty comparison to make, and I'm not trying to make a big, bold statement. Ooh, However, expecting statement. minors to go fucking investigate alien life, yeah. sending out an SOS, this is what you get when you expect teachers to be security guards in classrooms. Like, like, honest to God, it feels like the natural progression. Preach. Like, guess every person that does a job, you're also now emergency and, service. And so other duties as necessary. So yeah. there is, a, I feel like there is, like, naval precedent for assist offering for assistance to ships. I was thinking the same thing. I was also yes. thinking the same uh, thing. Like offering assistance to ships that are in distress. So like that could be But the Navy's thing. military. There's a big difference. But the, between well, well, I mean I just think like even if you're not military. Like, okay, I think okay. I think like if you are even a civilian ship mm. and you receive a distress call you're Maritime laws, like you gotta, gotcha, you gotta. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Too bad I turned off my radio and didn't hear well, that shit. Except the thing is, they even say that, like, yeah. they don't even know if it's a distress signal. It's just like this might be signal. alien yeah. life, and yeah. we have to. It's kind of like how what was it, in TOS? They had to drop whatever they were doing if they ever saw a quasar, right? Right, or Omega Directive. Yeah, hasn't, we haven't aired yet. Yeah. Damn it, bad comparison. Bitch. <laughs> It'll make sense in a week or two. <laughs> yes, yes. Here's my question then. You'll understand when you're older. Who is actually the villain of this movie? Ash or Mother? Yes. Uh, yeah, they, they're both built and programmed by the it's corporation. Not, it's not alien. So. Yeah. Alien is just doing its thing on its yeah. planet, and yeah. we're, we're an invasive species, and fuck us. Yeah, well, no, it's definitely that's not its planet. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, it mm. was an invasive species that, on that they planet, They killed too. the true. crew of that other ship. That's yeah. true. Well, then, I, and I don't know if this is, like, fan theory or something that's established by one of the bad prequels, but, mm. like... The idea that that may have been a warship, and the idea was it was going to drop the eggs somewhere mm. as a weapon. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, but again, I don't and know if somebody that's... was like taking a peek and something went wrong. Yeah. So this is also like anti-bio warfare. Mm-hmm. I mean, warfare in general, but just like you know, like I mean, the old, it's the oldest like um, nuclear warfare metaphor in the book. It's gonna fuck everyone. Like that—that's something that I'm really interested in. That like I'm both. Glad that they didn't get into it in this movie, and also a little disappointed. <laughs> but like, who was what was that other ship? Like, who were the? Oh people? God! It's don't look into. Well, that's Prometheus, and uh, none of the answers are good. Well, yes. Um, it's well, it's basically everything bad about the chase made mm. worse. Oh, the chase, the episode uh, of yeah, the TNG. Yeah, I think, I'm thinking the movie with um. Oh, my brain turned off. Mm. Guy from Two and a Half Men. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. John I, Pryor. No, nope, I didn't know there was a the movie kid called that. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> you know the first time you can stop guessing. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. oh the woman no. that played the maid. The yeah, I was just going to say that. Stop. Peaches. <laughs> no, but really, I think that's the thing that's good about a movie like this is that it implies yeah. a universe that you want yeah. to know more yep. shit yep. about and it like sets up like, oh, this is a cool thing but doesn't have to get into something that ends up being dead. Oh, like the original Star Wars and then yeah. the rest of the Star Wars movies ruin that. Yeah, basically, you know, at some point, the entertainment industry forgot the whole always leave them wanting more adage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Give them so much that they don't want anymore. Yeah. But yeah. it's the only thing they can get, so they, they can won't. They won't stop. <laughs> you know, even though it was, I think, not just a critical but commercial failure, I'm sure they'll try to make another Alien prequel at yeah. some point. Yeah. Yay. Um, Alien vs. Predator 3, I'm sure, could still happen. Well, but wasn't this new one supposed to be good? No, no, that was a good uh, predator. That was good. This prey is a good standalone predator um, movie, by all accounts. Just kidding. Oh, Except okay. for the predators, which which are is really an nice. alien but not an alien. <laughs> wow. With a capital A. Um, Do we ever find out what the alien species is called? They call it a xenomorph in the second one. 
No, but I mean, I like, don't know what it humans, calls but itself. like, it's planet. Oh, it no, It calls itself. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Good accent on that. It's really yeah. difficult uh, to it, pronounce to that get word. It, to get with... it right in the, yeah. in the native tongue, it's, yeah. it's, it's a challenge. It's a tonal language. You really have so to get. Complex. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to get back to Ash. Because yes. I know the original script that Full of milk. from O'Bannon and Shusset <laughs> didn't so include gross. an android character. That's and right. it was the producers That's that right. decided. We're gonna add this, and that one of them is an android, and this yeah. is how it's going to, going to move forward. And O'Bannon was pissed about yeah. this. Shusset said it was fine, and we added in something interesting. So I ask you guys, mm. what did you think the being an android added? I mean, it added that that mother couldn't have just done herself. Well, yeah. <laughs> nothing because. Um. People are absolutely evil enough to have done this, so it's not like it's not like the kind of person that would say, "Yeah, the crew is expendable." Yeah, that's Burke. The next episode. That's what I mean. It's just well, people. It's it's almost like they're trying to excuse people from what happened, and it's like mm. no. Well, except people had to be behind Ash. Yeah. I think it actually, if anything, it works because it adds this extra layer of disconnect between the unseen, unnamed, which I forgot, company. You know, it's like they don't even bother sending a proper agent. Like, in a way, it makes it where it's like, all right, look, we have plenty of shitheads that work for us, but there is a non-zero chance that mm. even the biggest shithead might grow a conscience. Mm. Let's get something that definitely cannot. Well, I also think, because here... Okay. Yep, good, good. So, <laughs> no, he's right, I agree. <laughs> Thank is you. Is that one of the Xenomorph's names? Yes. <laughs> Actually, no, that's one of the Predator's names. That's, uh, that's a foghorn noise. <laughs> I say, I say. Um, it's not that foghorn. No, what I was actually going to say, I say, was... Nice. Um, what the fuck was the plan? Yeah. Because either they had no idea what they were dealing with, or they knew exactly what they were doing. Well, here's the thing, right? So assume the alien gets out, kills the entire crew. Like maybe the idea is that it can't like detect androids, so somehow Ash manages to survive. But yeah. otherwise, it seems like the alien is just going to murder everybody on the ship. Yeah, but couldn't they just like autopilot the shuttle back to home and just because they're all sleeping? So the shuttle, the ship is obviously flying itself. Yeah, they've all been asleep for however long. Like I don't know exactly. So... What they knew, but it was implicit that the company had a vague idea there was potentially something out there. Because hmm. they weren't just woken up early. It, it's easy to miss, but when they're talking a bit later, uh, I think Veronica Cartwright might be the navigator. Oh, yeah, they were mm-hmm. off course. Yep. Yeah, she was like, we're 10 months off course. So, like, they were purposely sent they were out of their way. To a so, like, again, they maybe didn't know exactly what was going to be there, but yeah. somewhere in the company, somebody had an idea, an inkling that there might have been something there. I've heard the most insane fan theory mm. that it's David from Prometheus. Oh, oh, oh no. That that just is fact now. Damn it. Really? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, do not watch Covenant. I'm gonna watch Covenant now. And like, basically, again, all the answers are bad and at the end of the day, Xenomorph was somehow accidentally created by humans. Jesus. Even though, if you watch this movie, that ship crashed centuries ago and has just been chilling there gathering dust but no never mind they were created like 50 years ago hmm. it yeah no well and native americans were given their culture by really white space aliens true, true. obviously yeah. thank you star that. trek right. save, save this for when we cover alien covenant chris <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no it's definitely better to just wonder without knowing yeah yeah and i think even so the, so the 
first movie sets all this up in a really nice way, yeah. leaves you wanting more, yeah. leaves you with a, a, a world that, that is larger than the story. Than, than, yeah, the, the world that is along with the story. Period. And underwear yeah. that are larger than the ones that Ripley is wearing. Ayo. True. Um, Aliens, I think, does a pretty good job building off that without going absolutely nuts with lore. Mm-hmm. I think it stays contained within the lore yeah. without That's true. going nuts. Like the addition of the corporation, which we do see in Alien, yep. it's, yep. On, it's on a little screen somewhere. Oh, they do have the name. The name yeah. is oh, on okay. the screen somewhere. Uh, so they picked up this stuff and said, "Ah, it's a corporation. Let's let's you know make a little social commentary about corporate bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's make Burke a fucking louse. Oh, he's the worst. Yeah, it's terrible. Like I think all of that stuff is still in service to the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how I, I made this note because I realized Alien is a very alien movie. You go mm-hmm. to this alien planet, you see lots of alien sets and stuff, and H.R. Giger going nuts with everything, yeah, doing H-R. his thing. That's the one. And for the first while of Aliens, I'm like, everything is human so far. Yes. We go to a colony and it's human. The yeah. ship is very human. Yeah. Everything like is normal. And I'm watching, like, where's the alien stuff? And then they dig further into the column. There's the alien <laughs> stuff. Why do we find this alien so cute? What the fuck? <laughs> I, did, I did much prefer, and I get that, you know, you could justify it as being it's 60 years later, but I missed the tactility of mm. alien in well, aliens. Well, like everything's I, so smooth and shiny. Yeah, yeah. everything in on the on the Nostromo just felt very stinky stinky yeah it felt like it felt like a, the bowels of like a ship armpit. yeah Sweaty. it's very chunky like the only clean parts of the ship are the sick bay and mother's room yeah. mm-hmm. everything's dripping with water yeah. for no reason there's so yeah. much water people putting their in their chains. mouths yeah. it's like long chains well it's, it's a it's a uh, it's a um it's a cargo ship. A, like a, it's a hauler. Yeah. It's a yeah, the chain boat. the chains I guess make sense, but yeah, why is everything dripping? Bad plumbing. Yeah, maybe maybe you've got, you've got the, yeah. two engineers for this whole thing. Yeah. And they are underpaid and, and doing the bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them pulls a fucking Scotty. How long is this gonna take? Twenty four nice. hours. Thirty seven hours, Smart. whatever it was. I was like, that's great. I love that. I love Those it. guys are the so best. Good. They were great. I mean, good casting, too. I got lost a couple of times with where ships were at any given time. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize until I read a note somewhere that the Nostromo is hauling a thing. Yeah. 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 That I didn't realize that the long, like, mile-long container is the thing yeah. that it is towing. Yeah. Most of yeah. the ship is is just the space version of a cargo, like, van on the back of an 18-wheeler. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, because they're hauling, like, what, 20 million tons of something or other. processing or... refineries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they detached the Nostromo. Yeah. Did the cold. whole Nostromo go down to planet, or did just a little like pod? Didn't something split off? I feel yeah, like there was a little, there was like, little tiny ship so the thing that thing went Yeah, there are, the Nostromo is the tug. Yeah. yeah. All the, the big, the towers. Stuff, those are just like the cargo holds. Okay. So they detached their tug. They left the cargo holds. So that's the Nostromo. The Nostromo is the tug. The so if it was a Mack truck, the it's just the cab. Yeah, the whole yeah, Nostromo went down. Got yes. it. Okay. I thought Don't those things are silly as shit when they're just driving with just the cab. It's always a little weird. But it's also doubly confusing. So there's there's the Nostromo when she's in tug mode hauling these towers. And then the Nostromo itself has that shuttle. Yeah. Yes. So like, there's shuttle. there's all ki- there. This thing has multi vector, not attack mode. Why not and just go send the shuttle down because then and then have someone still in space? Because why would you need to leave somebody in space? 
Oh so god, that, somebody could come by and steal that, the towers of yeah. ore. That was something that very much annoyed me in okay. two. Oh, that they left nobody on the ship? It's like there's literally no reason to not have at least one person back in orbit except yeah. for the story. Yeah. Oh, because they did the same thing in Alien. Because but they it, sent everybody down to But planet. with that they were sending down their whole ship. Like they weren't they were sending because again, the, the the towers served no purpose to them except to haul the cargo. Yeah. Like there would have, there wouldn't have been anything back there that someone back there could have sent to help them. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you'd left someone back there with that extra ship, yeah. you know, you could be like, uh, send the extra ship instead oh. of sending Bishop to play RC cars. Which I can't like. Why the fuck did Ripley go down to the planet? Why wouldn't she? That's be like, a good question. I'm here as a consultant. Oh, an alien ship. I thought the Talk same. Give me a call. Like, give me a call if you have questions. But why does she have to be in this like I have, forward team? I have all fucking... the PTSD. Don't yeah. send me down yeah, there. Right. It was so she could She's bond like, with Newt. Uh, Hicks and, and, Hicks. and Hicks. And Oh, absolutely. And all of all of that. Oh, they bonded all right. Say, they like did bond not. Bond. They didn't I'd get like the chance. To bond with Hicks. Ao. Um, Why is he such a heartthrob from literally like two, two years, yeah. and that's it? And he's just because like, he wasn't, wasn't a very good actor. Yeah, yeah, let's be honest. Like he was better in this. And than he wasn't he was. that pretty. He was just the prettiest thing on screen. You know what I mean? Like, they just gave him really good lines. But he yeah. was always he like, Ripley, lines. I really trust you and your expertise. And you're like, oh yeah. Well, and when it, yeah, like. Yeah, he, he's better in this than he was in the first Terminator. Like, he's he's in that, and he's fine, but he's definitely kind of uh, stiff. Pretty. Yeah. In this, he can actually <laughs> act a little better. When they make eyes at each other, it's like, you two want to fuck, and I'm okay with that. Sure, sure. But, yeah. I, w- what a feat, though, making uh, making Paul Reiser into a such a vile person. He's just a, a corporate go-but-riddle man. Yeah. I feel like he's such a classic 80s character of, like, he's just a good guy, but he's going to fuck you over. because mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's 80s man. He's, yeah, 80s guy. He's, 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 he's guy. He should have cured his bonus. Uh, yes. He's the guy from Die Hard that tried to strike a deal with Gruber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's doing Idiot. coke in the lady's office. Yeah. But that thing, was this kind of before he was as well established as like just yes. affable sitcom? Yeah, yeah, Paul yeah, yeah, this, yeah is, this is before. Because that was uh, like the 90s, right? The yeah. yeah. He's yeah. very baby-faced in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's such a but like I, but like having grown up in the '90s and really yeah. mostly yeah. know Paul Reiser from yeah. Mad About You, I'm like, no, no. I love that he shows up in like fucking middle aged dad yeah. camping outfit yeah, for this yeah. expedition, even knowing what they might find. Yeah. Did he have a fishing hat? He should have. Should have. Yeah, it's all like, the did. With some hooks in it, you know. Here it's we like go. The, Let's get some xenomorphs. The dad from. Um, like leave it to Beaver or something was like the same thing. In the Ward 90s. Ward Cleaver. Yeah, where he was like super like good guy, and then he did a couple of movies where he's kind of a d bag, and you're like, ooh. Oh, right. um, the apartment is a classic where he's like. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. Who would he play? Because then there was also uh, was that Fred McMurray? Oh, I was thinking of Fred McMurray. Yeah, yeah Fred McMurray, who did like all these Disney movies, yeah, and, yeah. and but he like, he so also cool. did Double Indemnity, yeah. and you're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. this is so weird. Yeah, yeah. You're an asshole. It's a nice twist. Yeah, I like to see that. Well, and I have to I have to say this before we get past it which is terminator so michael bean and also terminator 2 jeanette goldstein who's vasquez is john connor's foster mom oh wow oh wow like, she looks so different right yeah. well, she's that's right. because they browned her up for they aliens for vasquez mm. that she's supposed to be Latino. okay there's some like crazy shit going on with like mexico in the future, I guess? We're aliens, too. There's a lot of, like, like people say things in Spanish every now and then. And then, like, they talk about, like, Vasquez being, like, an illegal alien. And you're like, why is this still a thing? Like, yeah. Well, I was surprised that, like, when we see the, like, American flag patches mm-hmm. on the Marines' uniforms. And they still look... They look, I didn't they're still count. like 50 stars. They still look like 50 right. stars. I'm like, yeah. so this is, like, 
hundreds and hundreds of years <laughs> yeah. in the future, and you're Nothing's telling me we changed. we still have the same hundreds. flag and we still are racist against Mexicans? Like, I mean, really? That tracks. Have you <laughs> seen how things are going? I was gonna say, I, I think, yeah, I think if America still exists in the future, we'll still be racist as fuck. But I do think by then we will have either finally let Puerto Rico in, or mm. Washington, or we'll have annexed Canada, or no, something. No, no. So we finally cut off the South and then added <laughs> some more states from Canada. That's good. Uh, yeah, if we get rid of Texas and like some other really bad one, like. Florida. I don't know, Louisiana or See, like, something, and then we can get Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. without even changing That would have been a very good opportunity, strange. I think, in this movie to do some of that world building that's yeah. not necessarily yeah. explained. Like, just, you don't have to give it more stars. Just make the flag Look different. different. Give it, you know, put well, something that, else in the canton. I honestly yeah. was like, taken out a bit by seeing it at all. It's like, oh, there's yeah. Why still there America? America? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's not that far in the future. No, I know, but it what still felt like... It? Do we know? I want to say it's like, tw- I think somewhere on a screen it said 2037, but that's oh, wrong. Oh, it is I not. I think it's like 2122 or something like okay. that. Mm-hmm. So around Enterprise time. <laughs> that's 2122 is when aliens happen? I think so. Something okay. like that. Okay, so. I only saw a reference in like one article I read online, and I don't remember seeing it anywhere. Well, still, so that means that, that alien is still 40 or 50 years. 57. In our future. Oh, yeah. in Alien, yes. In Alien, mm. right? Mm. You know um, what's cool about that is that, like, 50 years from now, somebody might start, like, some sort of interstellar freight co- something, and they might call it their first ship, the Nostromo, and it'll oh, be great. So mm. That's so good. Yeah, but you'll be, but it'll end up being, like, some descendant of Elon Musk that's yeah, the, yeah, it'll the, be, that's the bastard. It, it'll be it algebra be. equation there. And just to pull it back, Nostromo is a Joseph Conrad novel. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is specifically about, I think it's about, like, mining, and Nostromo, the word itself means, like, shipmate or something like that in Italian. He's the one that wrote The Heart of Darkness, question mark? Yes. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. Tenth grade. (laughs) English class. Yeah, (laughs) nailed it. The horror horror movie we're watching. (laughs) I didn't, uh, I did not end up uh, getting assigned that until college, Heart of Darkness. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the movie. The movie's great. Oh, I love the I like that now. you said I didn't get assigned that because that suggests you didn't read it. You were just supposed to. Oh, I actually did. Oh. I did. It's short. Yeah, it's very short. I remember. Um, Has anybody seen Hearts of Darkness? The not yet. I need to. The movie? It's so supposed to be amazing. Insane. Uh, Total oh, turn. <laughs> so uh, not one on thing this podcast. I noticed. <laughs> And uh, I texted you a part of this the other day. Oh, God, yeah. But there were two... I, paid, I gave no shit, so I Two, two reuses. Uh-huh. I'm sitting there during the, the sick bay scene, yeah. and I'm just like, that's Deckard's apartment. And I Googled it, and yes, the background noise, the like that rising and falling noise, uh-huh. is the same noise they use in Deckard's apartment in the first Blade Runner. Hmm. Oh, that's wild. This Do your weird, impression of it. it. You did it for me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> why, why does Decker like to live like this? I don't know. <laughs> that confirms it. He's he's a replicant. replicant. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. He just likes a little ghost sound. I, I, I've got I've got this I've got this sci-fi ambient noise like white noise app on my uh, on my Echo Dot, and I turn that on sometimes. It's easy to fall asleep to because it's just very regular. Hey, hang on. Are you a replicant? I'm trying to light my eyes. There you go. Um, and then in well, in Aliens, James Horner, who we know as the composer for Star Wars oh, yeah. Two and Three, I kept hearing right? hearing notes. I'm like, yeah. I, I even turned to her at one point. I'm like, did, did James Horner do the do the yeah. music for this? Because I keep hearing Khan. He he oh, reused 
wholesale what was effectively the Reliant theme. Yeah, he changed the it a little a tiny bit. bit. We, we stopped so Chris could play the music for uh, me and then restart the scene. And I was like, oh watch, yeah, that does sound exactly the same. Don't watch movies with Chris. Um. Well, here's the thing. Chris will stop a movie to play me a musical clip and I will chatter incessantly through the film and that's not even really an even split for him, <laughs> to be honest. Like, for me, I'm getting off easy. That's funny. But yeah, yeah, yeah I read they did not give Horner enough time. That's, so he basically he's cannibalized like, his own work. <laughs> it's like that, that meme where it's like, okay, can I copy your homework? All right, but, but don't make it obvious. <laughs> yeah. But he's copying his, his own, own homework. homework. <laughs> and, then just, and then you cut to Vanilla Ice being like, no, 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 see, there's his... Dun 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 dun, dun. <laughs> and ours is dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like I like I like to imagine it's like uh, James. This, this score it just says the wrath of Khan, but you crossed, crossed out, out and wrote James Cameron didn't give me enough time. Yeah. Fuck him. This is actually when I was teaching undergrads. This is a big issue: is that you have to be really careful that your uh, assignments for essays aren't things they can use in other classes because apparently that's like a big issue. Mm, just <laughs> using, reusing the same. Where they're like trying to mash. The I same actually essay. got to do that in a classics class. <laughs> I took I took the paper and sort of worked just on like it a little bit. It a little to, little yeah, a little bit. Wrong, to make it up. I don't see anything wrong with that. Honestly. It's still work that you did. Yeah, What's exactly. the big deal? Yeah. 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 I mean, if people so can, if, works, if people can re-release a textbook every year with like two words changed, why do I give a fuck? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. 99% of the population, it will not matter. It's yeah. only losers like me Aww. who listen to film scores in his spare time that we go, James. James. <laughs> I mean, I did notice it and I don't listen to film scores in my spare That's time. That's true, so. but you're also a pretty big nerd. Okay, but That's also true. James Horner yeah. probably used to listen to film scores in his spare time and then he became a really great, like, you know, um, composer person. It's so, mm. just saying... Don't wow. don't sell yourself short. You, you might become no. I'm nerd, 38. Nerd your way to he's, success. He, that <laughs> ship has sailed, Caitlin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. The, the the thing that really caught me was the the Deckard thing. I was just like, I know that noise. Actually, and I googled it. It's they they confirmed wow, it was the same wild. noise. You know you know what? If you look really another reuse in this film. If you look really really closely when the Nostromo explodes, I know it can kind of wash <laughs> up. But if you look really really closely, <laughs> it's actually a Klingon bird of prey. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, it's that little that little alien, little astronaut guy is waving in so the background. So the really crazy thing is, you might not have noticed this, uh, Sigourney Weaver's in both films. Holy what? shit. Talking about Reese. Wow. Is that, is that Sigourney Weaver? I didn't yeah. even recognize her. Really Jeez. makes you think. Active. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did anybody else pick up on, because I don't know, maybe I was just picking up on this, that like, Alien could be looked at as like a horror remake of 2001 mm. in a lot of ways. Because I know you, that was one of their okay. one of their inspirations. They did. It was clearly that and like Texas Chainsaw ch- Chainsaw Murder yeah. House. It's, yeah, Murder House. Yes, Chainsaw yes. Murder House. It's, it's like it's Chain like two thousand one and Murder House teamed up. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't kinda, I mean, I haven't seen well, like plot point wise. Like they're go they're on their way to investigate this alien thing. Yeah. Right, and then they get there. And then the computer goes nuts and tries to yeah. murder them. Mother how situation. But like even like some of the filmmaking techniques, one of the things like like in the very first few minutes of the film, there's there like the ship turns on and you see yeah. the screens turn on. Mm. And they do this effect that they that they did in two thousand one that it looks really cool where they project Oh yeah the the the, the, the contents of the of the 
screen yeah. onto the faces of the actors that are yeah. using it. And I always yeah. think that's... I but, like, that's, like, very recognizable as something that they did in uh, 2001. Mm. Yes. I love the yeah. moments where, you know, after they get through some stuff, they're showing the, the screens reflected in all those EV helmets. Mm. Yeah. And, like, that's reminiscent of the end because we're going to use the fuck out of those EV helmets yeah. for the, yeah. the finale. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, I never thought of that, but I quite like that as a concept. And, um, yeah, that's an interesting pairing. And I had a thought that just died. On the vine. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like it's kind of, um, like, Alien is, like, right in between. Because this came out, like, a couple of years after Star Wars, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. 79. So I feel like it's, like, a nice spot in between Star Wars and 2001. Where 2001 is, like, all conceptual. And Star mm. Wars, obviously, is just, like, a fun adventure. So it's like they were trying to thread the needle there. of Getting something mm. that's, like, a little bit adventure, a little bit serious, a little bit, like, more drama. It, it's, too, in this, you remind me, that's what I was going to say, is, um, like, in a way, it's weird. Because it's not hard sci-fi. Because even though they never really say it explicitly or show it, they clearly have some sort of FTL system. Because hmm. there is nowhere that is only 10 months from Earth by non-FTL what flight. What does FTL mean? Faster than light. Damn it. So it's not strictly hard sci-fi, but again, they never really truly show no, get into it. No. the weirder stuff. Why does having faster than light travel mean it's not hard sci-fi? Hard sci-fi doesn't... That's just one of the things. You don't have FTL in hard sci-fi. Lies. Well, you're not supposed to, according to people. I feel like I feel like hard sci-fi is more about are the concepts moving science forward, mm. and in this one, the science there are science concepts, but they're nothing like like future concepty about them. Sure. They're all just these are aliens and they will kill you. Yeah, mm. but depend. Some people will claim that if there's FTL, it's automatically not. So, but either way, most people are narrow-minded dicks. That's fair. That's fair. a lot. Of, a lot of nerds are. I was gonna say what. Nerds being gatekeepers? Fucking what? shocked by this. But it is really interested in sort of the mechanics of, like, when they do the mm. landing, it's all very, like, you know, they're going through all the steps and the processes, yeah. you know, like you would with any kind of proper sort of landing procedure, be it a spacecraft yeah. or an airplane. You know, it's just, it's, again, that part, making the world very sort of grounded in a way. Yeah. It's like, we're so we're sitting here going through this process and we're showing you just to emphasize how... This is just these people's jobs. This is just a thing they do. It's not this kind of like, you know, Star Trek-ish, like, do this crazy maneuver. And, you know, George Takei waves his hands and the ship is suddenly doing crazy shit. Like, landing a spaceship isn't easy, even in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You will break it. So much. (laughs) Because you landed on a rock. Speaking of landing on a planet, uh, also, like, you know, they create this big, I hear it's, like, 50 feet tall, like, the landing leg that they filmed in front of. Mm. And even, like, 50-foot fucking structure that they built just to walk people in front of an EV suit. They're like, it doesn't look big enough. Oh, that's right, that's right. It's gotta look bigger. Yeah. So they took Ridley Scott's two kids and another kid, (coughs) put them in child-sized EV suits, and filmed them that way so that the scale would look bigger. And they 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 used the the kids, I think, in the navigator alien room, Mm. too. Yeah, to get Mm. that scale. And it was way too hot, and the kids kept passing out. (laughs) But apparently they had tried to use adults at first, and the adults were like, it's way too hot, we're going to pass out. And kids are more resilient. (laughs) And Ridley Scott is like, you're just whining. It's just whining. And then they use the children, and the kids are like, oh, we just passed out. And he's like, oh, maybe that's a real thing, I guess. I don't know. That's actually... What an asshole. <laughs> that is... Uh, it's a shot, though. It looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it does look right? really cool. It's... Uh, really effective. That's a pretty old trick, too, because the um, yeah. end of Casablanca, the the airplane is just like a 
you know, it's like a, a cutout, not a real plane. Yeah, yeah. And to make it look bigger, the actors around it were actually... Oh, God, what's the proper term now? Little, 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 little people. Little people's good? Okay. Yeah. The actors are all little people. Oh, they did the same thing in the cage of uh, the first episode of Star Trek. Oh, there we go. One yeah. of the Talosians in the background was a little person to make it look like the hallway went on. It was longer. Did yeah. you know that in, in The Wizard of Oz, the Munchkins... <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> And the Lollipop Guild yeah. are also... Here's a note. I have a great note. No, no, no. Both scenes have interesting cut scenes in which Ripley would have found some of her co-stars. Crewmates? Uh, yeah, co- co-workers. Crewmates is a better word for it. Yep, her crewmates in those little cocoons mm-hmm. being cocooned alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the first one, she would have found... What's his fucking name? Uh, Dallas, Dallas, and Brent, the the engineer that, go, yeah, that yeah, gets yeah. the first one. The first one. Harry Dean Stanton, Harry the, the dad yeah. from Pretty in Pink. Yep. And both of them He's are the dad in Pretty in Pink. Pink. And Dallas is saying, "Kill me," and she's like, "I'm gonna save you." Nope. Fucking Please no. don't. <laughs> so she fake, so she flamethrowers the whole room. So they just did that. They just they yeah, just they copied that to the second movie. movie. Yeah, but but in the second yes. movie, there's another cutscene in which she would have found Burke. Being cocooned alive. And then she wouldn't have killed him. And he's like, kill me. And she just hands him a grenade and leaves. Okay, all right. That's fine. Well, I think in the first one, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it like, because this would have had major implications. Like, it would they couldn't have done some of what they did in Aliens. Yeah. But I think the cocoon was specifically like metamorphosizing them into the eggs or something. Oh, is that what was supposed to be I happening? feel like I read that once. Oh, weird. In the first one, not in the second. In the second yeah, one, the they're second being one, held to... The second one, they destroy to... it because a child can escape it and fuck you. Yeah. 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 Hated that so much. Um, I, I, I might be wrong. I, I feel like I read that a while ago, but yeah, that oh. was the thing. Was like they were. That was actually how the eggs were created. Was that's oh, weird. Ew. What Suck a, up the nutrients. What a weird form of reproduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, parasitic wasp or something. Yeah. I was yeah. just thinking of the parasitic. But how do you? How can you be a parasitic wasp on a planet without any other animals to parasite? Well, on? I think well, they that, were screwed. I think that's what happened. I think they, oh, landed, they screwed they, themselves. Yeah, they they crashed into that planet on accident. Oopsie. And then they just been stuck there in egg form, Waiting, probably after overpopulating their own planet and then like mm-hmm. destroying you know, their climate change. Place. Well, yeah. again, if we assume Cal- they were Caligula shows up, it's like oh shit. If we assume they were a weapon, like, the idea is, like, we're going to dump these on our enemy's planet. Yeah. They'll eventually die off after yeah. having killed everyone, and then we can take over. Free planet. Because I think it's, like, in the long term, you don't want them to survive. If they're artificial, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to completely make sense. Mm-hmm. Again, that's if that is what the case was. This is an assumption. That he wasn't, that the guy wasn't, in fact, a scientist that found these eggs and was transporting them back home to study, and whoops. Yeah. Yeah, he was know. actually an ore hauler from his world. Damn it! <laughs> well, I like the. I mean, I know there's lore in like Prometheus and stuff, but I, I don't Ignore know. My, I like the idea that like the aliens are just kind of like a virus. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you get them on your ship, you're yeah. basically fucked. And yeah. then their whole purpose is to replace your crew or use your crew as incubators to. You know, reproduce and then go find some other ship to screw and over. And it's not the first time we've seen macro viruses on this show. Macro virus uh, on, on this show. On our on our podcast. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, on our podcast. Sorry. Because there's a Voyager episode with a macro virus. Special effects were much better in this. Yeah, a lot better. <laughs> I hope so. Thirty years earlier. I mean, movie budget. H.R. Giger. But also practical effects instead of '90s CG. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, very um, tall, lanky man in a suit. So we, oh, yeah, him. 
We've mentioned the production Fol- design a lot. Folaji Badejo, I think. Yeah, yeah. He was oh, yeah. six foot ten. So and they're like, you're tall and... Weighed a fucking ton. You're tall and very <laughs> He did not weigh a fucking ton. He's no, clearly. Old man. Six foot twenty fucking killing for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Washington. <laughs> the second or third time we brought that up on this show. <laughs> it's very catchy. It's great. The shit's great. Yeah, but yeah. someone was saying something about production design? Who knows? Oh, I, was, was. I, I was. I was. Oh, you I, were. Yeah, I was, I was going to bring us back to Yodorowsky's uh, Oh, yeah. sweet. Let's talk Yodorowsky's Dune. God, uh, that movie would have been insane if they'd made it. Well, so, that, so, right. So, this there's a documentary hours long. Uh, available, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, about this. I don't actually know how to say the guy's name. I've been saying it's Yodorovsky. It's Yodorovsky. Okay, so there's this like crazy. Is he French? Or no, he's like he's South American. Where's he from? I don't know. know. Oh, I thought he was French because I thought Chris told me he was French. Well, they we talk about it. They worked on the movie. Yeah, they they worked on the movie in France, but I feel like he's like from like South America, like Argentina, Chilean, Chilean. Yeah, they definitely spoke a lot of Spanish in the. Yeah, so he's he's both. So anyway, this guy who had short story, he had. He's a film director. He's made a shitload of like really avant-garde shit. Oh yeah. And then somehow managed to acquire the rights to Dune in mm-hmm. the early seventies mm-hmm. before you know the uh, David Lynch. Lynch. Hey, listen to our Dune coverage from a while yeah, back. We probably we talked about it on that time. show too. And he, this guy's like a, a mad scientist, and somehow got like a, a fair amount of funding for it, yeah. and hired all of these great people. Yeah. To start designing for, and he'd hired he'd hired like actors like he he so, Salvador uh, Dali Salvador Dali yeah. uh, Mick Jagger Orson Welles they uh, contracted with Pink Floyd to do mm-hmm. the music yeah to do the music oh, and all they could get us for the fucking David Lynch one was Sting give yeah. me a fucking break and no, Toto st- Toto did the music that's right oh well Toto's right. great Toto is great but like yeah it's Pink Floyd Toto quite good score yeah. it is a good score I'm just uh, but like the one. Th- on the creative side, like it, the movie obviously failed because it was way too ambitious. It was like going to be nine hours. It was crazy. Holy shit! Um, but the these days you would just the, make it a like, streaming like, thing on Netflix. And like yeah. the the salary demanded by Salvador Dali alone was mm-hmm. enough to bankrupt the film. And he was just probably been the worth emperor. it. And he was only going to be the emperor. <laughs> Never mind. Um, the Emperor has like one so, one scene. Like it, the movie, they ran out of money before they ever did anything. But he did hire for pr- a production designer, Dan O'Bannon, mm-hmm. who wrote this movie, and the uh, and the uh, concept artist was H.R. Giger. And I think there were other people. Yep, uh, Jean Gerard uh, Mobius, the like French designer, mm-hmm. Mobius, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, Chris Foss, who mm-hmm. did a lot of the um, special effects. So they did. Uh, so basically, when that project fell apart. O'Bannon was like, I'm going to write this alien movie I've always wanted to write, and then went and hired all of his friends from the Dune failure to come work on this. And, like, that's how we ended up with this. Like, this is, in a weird way, like the spiritual mm-hmm. child of that uh, of that Dune film that never happened. And we that... got whatever the fuck it is that David Lynch did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, that that thinking happened. on it, you could almost see Giger designing those still suits. Mm-hmm. Just because they're so ribbed. Yeah. And I mean, ribs. there's a there's really cool like uh, there's like a production book from Yodorovsky's yeah. Dune that you can see a lot of like the like it, it very obviously is like before Alien existed. It's like pseudo Alien stuff, but mm-hmm. in the Dune universe. I wonder because I haven't read the I haven't read the Dune books, but I also mm. wonder if some of the descriptions in the books are specific enough that you would probably mm. that you could pull just something. just accidentally recreate the thing yeah. twice. Yeah, I don't know. Like how else do you you describe a still suit? 
It's a suit well, with like, lots of tubes running. Yeah, but you but like HR Giger's gonna like be putting like fucking scary gargoyles on it. You know? <laughs> yeah, and there would be way more like secret like, penises and vaginas. Yeah, everything's a penis penises, and a vagina, vagina with yeah. a skull on yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Well, and I can't get over the fact that when they design the face huggers to like make them look super nasty, they're like, well, let's just get some like sheep intestines and like seafood. Like it's like like clams and then so not gooey. and then not tell the actors. Yeah. Oh, Jesus so Christ. nasty. Oh. The internet the was like, the internet was like, why does the face hugger look like a vagina? And I was like, I'm sorry, have you ever seen a vagina? Because <laughs> I'm not. I mean, that's not quite what a vagina. But that's is, what I mean. I, there is that teardrop shape. That's a little bit like you know, like the hole at the bottom, and then there's like a little thing at the top. I mean, okay, but they they make it even less subtle in the terrible prequels. Yes, yeah, I bet. I mean, even Aliens, I think, gets a little bit more, like, explicitly genitally shaped than mm. Alien. Alien is kind of, like, all weirdly obscured. Yeah, yeah. You never get a great look at the yeah. xenomorph skull until, like, one shot towards the end. You're like, that is a huge dick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've seen bigger. It's like a dick with another little dick coming out of the dick of the dick. <laughs> that, it's like that littler dick is sounding that big uh, dick in reverse. The, the, the xenomorph's head, like, it's so, like, smooth. I kind of want to, like, pat. You know, if you rub it a bunch, it'll make it feel really nice. Well, the interesting thing is, you never really. Get oh, a... can you imagine that if, like, if like the no! alien was like, was like jerked the alien? No, 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 just no, like, I no, can't. like at the end when when like no, 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 when Ripley's in the in the the loader and she's fighting with the queen, if she just yeah. reached out and started like patting it, and it was like the oh, queen would purr, oh, yeah, <laughs> make triple noises, just like curls up on the floor. And that's oh, and then Jonesy know is how to pet it. And then Jonesy comes out and like licks it and curls up with it and it's a happy ending. I love that. For everybody. That's such a good movie. It's a great movie. I My neighbor Xenomorph. I I couldn't get over the fact that at the end of 2 the alien queen just uses the elevator. Oh my god. I know, right? Oh my god. And like, I just want them to but cut. She's pushing the buttons. She knows which button to I push. Want there to, I want somebody to do a cut of right? there being elevator music. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what I was about, exactly what I was about <laughs> to say. Like, in the middle of Ripley looking around, like, damn you, Bishop. Cut to the. Like, <laughs> or like putting her into one of the so scenes weird. from Mass Effect. Yeah, or that. Thing. She's like, she's on the elevator. There's a guy with a briefcase there, just like. Man. It weird. stops and the door opens. Some guy's like, one. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so good. Fucking Monday, oh, am okay. I right? Oh. right? She's like, no, no, there's room. I'm, 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 I'm going down, actually. Yeah. I have to spend at least a little while shitting on Newt. Oh, yeah, oh. please. Boy, oh, boy, that child actor was terrible. Hey, hey what is her accent? Is She's that... American. I looked her up. She's she Ameri- turns English at some point, though, She's... doesn't she, kind of? For, She's... like, every other word? Yeah. Ames, thank you. She's American, but she was living in Britain. Oh, oh. So she's got that. Lindsay Lohan mouth, is what you're saying. She's got no fucking Lindsay mouth Lohan because she can't mouth. deliver fucking lines. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan had that problem where she was being interviewed and she like slipped into like 12 different accents and they're like, is she okay? No, <laughs> she Turns was out she wasn't. Yeah, yeah, no. This girl's only excuse is just that she's silly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> silly. Luckily, this is like the only movie she did. The only anything she did, of... actually. Yeah, she she died immediately. No, she's she's still alive. Well, you said the only anything she did, so I'm assuming she did nothing. Well, I realized by saying that could have left the door open to television. She's a school teacher now, I hear. Yeah, she did like a voice cameo in some cartoon like two years ago. God, the mostly line is just delivered so terribly. It's just so bad because she can't act. Yeah, and I'm wondering the whole time, like, okay. 
this kid is suffering from trauma. Yeah. I can understand that she would shut off a little bit sure. because of all the trauma she experienced. Yeah, sure. yeah. The fact that she's not acting at all. <laughs> God damn it. It took me so far out of the movie. Child that she actors, had, she had two modes. Flat. Yeah. And screaming. And the same scream every fucking time. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, are you scared or are you not scared? Now I don't they, know they, you. They needed Drew Barrymore. Mm. I would have taken Drew Barrymore. She might have been too old by this point, though. She she would have been like a teenager, I think. Yeah. yeah I was trying to compare this movie to a, a, a great movie with mm. child actors, Jurassic Park, where mm. those two child actors, they're doing the acting. They're mm. older than her, though. I feel like even Tim was older than her. Well, but yeah. Know. Well, and Tim also wasn't that good. Tim wasn't in my opinion. I think I think I think it's as much the acting ability of the child and also the ability of the director yeah, that, to to make it. Like I feel like Steven Spielberg can direct children really yeah. well. Hmm. You know, Drew Barrymore and E.T. and the kids in. Oh, Drew Barrymore. Of course, have you ever seen there on? If you go on YouTube, there's a video of. Elliot's audition. Oh my god, it's mind blowing. It's fucking incredible. So he really works good. himself up to tears in seconds. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Anyone could have fucking directed that kid, is yeah. what I'm saying. But yeah. Drew Barrymore. Well, and also, that, but... I think that probably also extends to the, the director's ability to cast the right. Well, that's child a good point. <laughs> Seriously, go look it up. We'll link to it. It's mm-hmm. so good. I, I think you know James Cameron just doesn't like children because I mean the kid in T2 is annoying and you mm. hate him and you're like. Edward Okay, yeah, but Budnick is also yeah, Budnick's in it. He's great. He's but you don't have to direct Budnick. He knows what he's doing. You know? He shows up, he has a mullet. Bada bang. Gives you an awful waffle. And... <laughs> um, no, I read the worst anecdote. It made me really hate this fucking child. Oh no. Uh, in that she kept purposely blowing scenes. I hate her. Because she wanted to go play on that slide again. Oh. And finally, James Cameron had to say... No child you, actors. If you do the scene right, you can play on the slide all you want. And then after she does the scene, you tell her up, slides closed. No, they let her play on the slide. And then they killed her, and that's why she's done no other movies since then. <laughs> I knew it. James just, Cameron had finally fucking had enough. Movies with children and dogs. Just I could have like, done oh, without new, right. not just because I don't like children in my entertainment, but because I didn't need Ripley to be a mom. Yeah, agreed. Mm. Ripley, like... They really actually did a lot of, of like, de-badassing of her in this. Mm. You know, like, she'd been so just survival-headed and no-nonsense yeah, in the yeah. first one. Here yeah. comes the hate mail from all the stay-at-home moms that listen to our podcast. <laughs> and then, like, Newt is, as far as we know, she is dead. She has been snatched by the alien queen. Yeah. First movie Ripley would have been like, this fucking sucks and I am Time torn up, but Time she is dead. There is no way she's alive. Yeah. I know how these things function. Yeah. yeah, we left everybody else for dead. Why yeah. do we have to save yeah. this child? Like, it was yeah. like they couldn't, again, they just couldn't. Imagine you know, a woman not defined by her reproductive capacity. Yeah, and again, you want to have them bond over the fact they were both lone survivors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been great. Again, I think for that, though, Newt should have been like 13, not five or whatever. That's true. Definitely not. Like, that would have been more fun, I think. Like a slightly older kid. An that, older that she kid. she could like see herself in instead of specifically be Well, so let Kyle Reese be maternal to it. She doesn't yeah. need to be her. He could have done it. Well, you know, I, I mean, Winona I don't mind her bonding. Ooh, Winona Ryder like has the kid. she in a later? She is actually she's in one of the later she ones. Is, she is. Yeah, but right. She would have been. Now we have to cover it. She would, like, so, she, so what? Beetlejuice was, what, like, three years after this? So mm-hmm. three years younger than she was in Beetlejuice? How maybe? old was she in that, though? Child. Like 20? Like, no. no she's in Beetlejuice? 
the character is supposed to be like 13, 13 or something. Or something. But how so she was probably 18. Because <laughs> Hollywood does Or that. maybe 20. Mm-hmm. Give me your phone. I'm going to find out. But, um, out. Don't give Caitlin a phone. <laughs> I'll look it up. But, uh... But yeah, like you make no new... respect. That's fine. Just like fucking Ripley when she's in command of the ship and they let that fucking alien in anyway. Quarantine, guys. Quarantine. Oh, I know. That pissed me off so much. But I mean, it's it, the really, only it was time. But it you... was Ash, right? It was Ash. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. him but disobeying it's... Ripley. It was him obeying mother. Obeying, obeying his... a mother. That's true. Yeah. But that's the only time where I felt like, of course, she's a woman because if this was a dude, you never would have disregarded yeah. those orders, you know. Yeah. And uh, Winona Ryder was born in seventy one, so she would have been nine fifteen. Wait, when did yeah, it come out? Seventy nine. No, seventy no, no, nine was alien. Oh, I'm sorry, eighty one. So fifteen. But yeah, a slight, little, you know, like a, a teenaged mm-hmm. newt, and they could have again bonded as like lone survivors yeah, suffering yeah. from nightmares, and that was even in the script. Yeah. But again, it was clearly more like. There's a baby you're gonna hug. Yeah, yeah. Which would have been made even more explicit if they kept in the scene with like, oh yeah, your daughter, she died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I also like, I would I would disagree with the de badassing of Ripley. I know I think you're 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 leaning towards the mothering aspect, mm-hmm. but she's also resourceful and smart. No, that's true. Like that the, is still there. The moment when she like does the you know uh, the lighter up against the smoke detector yes, thing, yes, mm. so that she could alert people yes. that there's something going wrong. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. When she wasn't getting a response, like. Well, Fucking brilliant. And I feel like also this movie, like, because it, like, killed off a lot of guys early, it moved her into a commander role, which I like seeing yeah. Commander Ripley. That is dope. Yeah. Especially since, you know, Lieutenant Buttface turned out to sure, be, sure, like, sure, sure. a total totally bitch. Yeah. Oh, like, the just, worst. Like, it was, imme- like, it was immediate from his introduction. And then he just gets knocked out on his little noggin. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no, like, from the very beginning, like, it's very clear that yeah. the troops don't respect him yeah. at all. It's that whole, how many combat drops. And yeah. He's like, a one. bunch of simulated. <laughs> Two, including this one. Yeah, it's like but 57 he did, simulated. He did go back and try to save Vasquez. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. didn't work, but he tried. He Speaking stayed with her when she died. But Vasquez is also fucking great, because aside from the one dude who tries to be like, anybody ever think you're a dude? And she's like, does no, anybody ever no. think you're a dude, bitch? And then they all high-five her. She's like one of the guys. She and I love that guy. about Vasquez. Vasquez. Except that she's absolutely a, oh, was my hero but for she, the longest time. She's got a great look. Those guns. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah aside from being, cool. you know, a white woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe brown face a little bit. Definitely, definitely brown that. face, yeah. 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 It made yeah. me really sad. I just learned that she's, yesterday. This is one of my friend's favorite movies. And she was like, did you know Vasquez is played by a white woman? And I was like, son of a fucking bitch. I gotta say, I didn't know. I didn't know until you just said it. Well, there you go. It's all over. I mean, she says Pendejo to somebody, so I just Game over, man. Game over. Well, did you know she was the one in in Terminator? No, No, I didn't know. No, she looks so different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because she looks like a white lady in Terminator. She's also in Titanic. She's the Irish mom. Yeah, she's Irish mommy or something. I looked that up too. The one that's like snuggling with the kids. Yeah, the one who tucks her kids in oh, the ship is just so saying, you do know who she is. Well, I, get, well, I know who the Irish mom is in, in Titanic. Oh, another weird casting thing. The What's her name? Lambert from the first oh, yeah. one was in The Birds when she was she's yeah, a little kid that. in The yeah. Birds, which oh, is cool. fucking crazy. And then she was also in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Like, that's fucking I cred. looked her up because I was movie cred. super confused because yeah. I thought... She was a voice on The Simpsons, but that's Nancy oh. Cartwright. Oh, oh funny. <laughs> gotcha. Different guy. I, she, <laughs> Bart Simpson is, yeah. is there oh, on right. the Nostromo. <laughs> I like that. Eat my shorts, Xenomorph. <laughs> 
With the exception of, like, the one time that one of the engineers makes some, like, I'd rather be eaten something else, ha-ha, joke to her. I like that she also just kind of gets treated like one of the guys. Which is kind of nice. By, like, one of the guys, yeah, like you said. Yeah, just a person. person. She's, you know, again, she's the navigator. You know, she has a real job on the ship. She's not Yeoman Rand bringing coffee. She is definitely the most hysterical person. Yes. That's the only thing that kind of sucks. She's so funny. She's the audience, sir. Yeah, like, it's like, you know, this is fair. I guess that's the good thing, is in Aliens, they made it... uh, Paxton. Yeah. Oh. That's hysterical one. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Nice. And, and he ad libbed so much of his lines. Really? Yeah. He, he ad libbed Game Over Man. Oh, and wow. he's King fucking, like, fucking, like, that's, trivia now. Oh, yeah. That's Well, that's one of those, like, you know, every top 10 greatest lines in a movie list yeah, is on there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the yeah. thing is, watching it last night, I don't know. I, I do feel like they kind of maybe went a little oh, yeah. one or two steps beyond where they needed to go with with the goofiness of of uh, of, yeah. of uh, Bill. Uh, he was Bill a little Jackson. unbelievable. It's um, probably because of the ad libbing then. Yeah, yeah. Huh? but I mean, it, it's crazy that much of it survived the edit. Like, right, they, yeah. like, they could have cut that down. Well, that's some. a good point. They also like, when they did the the hand knife trick. Oh God! They didn't tell Paxton that it was going to be his hand, so the horror on his face is <laughs> Jesus. Real. Okay, I'm Did they just shoot that I in slow and then speed shit. it up? I think they sp- did it in slow, sped it up, but I also I've read that it didn't look as good, so when they were redoing it with a with a different angle or something like that, they actually did nick Paxton's finger. Sure, <laughs> sure. You betcha. Oh boy. Why do why would you use an actually sharp knife? I don't know. Mm. Why? The thing is it wouldn't have to be that sharp because if you're no, going that's fast, yeah, if you're just smashing it down, you're gonna Hi. hurt somebody no matter yeah. what. So why why go for your face. this isn't important, yeah. but why are the aliens? <laughs> Full of white goo. The aliens or the androids? I mean, the androids. Like, why, why aren't they just full of wires and metal? Why are they full of like, fleshy bits? They do eat food. We do True. see Ash eat food and drink drinks. But, I mean, I get that they, like, need to blend in, but, like, just give him a little trash compactor in his belly, and when no one's looking, you just open well, it, pulls out the key. I also don't think they're, like, robots in the sense that we think of robots. Yeah. I think they're more like... The are they're artificial robots. life. Yeah, they're, like, not. closer to, like... Or like a Blade a, Runner like, replica. Like Blade Runner or Data or something or like that. Yeah. yeah. What color is Data's blood? Uh, he, oily, I guess. I don't think yeah, we ever see think, his blood. No, no, he's definitely not full of milk. We know yeah. that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Replicants just bleed red. These guys sweat milk. It's weird. Oh, so gross. Very weird. Very upsetting. It feels like they just wanted to do something sci-fi. Yeah. Like, just do something weird. Yeah. White blood. Back to... One of you said at some point when we were first talking about Ash... Maybe it was Chris. I don't remember. About about putting uh, like a worker down there who is not going to grow mm. a conscience. Yeah. He kind of does because he at the end he's like, "I'm fucked. I you guys are fucked too." But I might as well tell you what I know, mm. which I think is this is mm. one who has a head on the desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I thought like. For 1979, that looked pretty good. It, even the moment the head on the desk. I mean, for me, it's the, like, transition, the transition, the transition yeah, from the sculpt to the real head was clunky. They should have cut away yes. instead of trying to like do a, a quick jump cut to yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. that's the bit that was that looked really bad. But, but even, I think just the head on the table ended up working pretty well. Yeah, because there was that that, that flap, that yeah. skin yeah. flap. That they had. But even when he was like first torn in half and the head was kind of dangling, because it was covered in so much goo, goo. Yeah. it looked pretty good. Maybe guess, that's maybe why. That's the yeah. yeah. Yeah, covering him with like, yeah. you know, paper mache paste is, you know, one way to hide hide <laughs> how shitty the yeah. thing looks. It was so gross. It really, I, I <laughs> have never, but I really. Uh, Don't say it, Jake. I'm not going to say it. I, I, we've all been thinking it. <laughs> um, 
One thing I will say watching these is I've, I've never played it, but this makes me really want to try Alien Isolation. Mm. I played I play through part of it. It's, yeah, What's it's, the gist? It's, so you're Ellen Ripley's daughter looking for Ellen Ripley. <laughs> you're Ellen Ripley's oh. daughter dying of cancer on Earth. No, no, it's her when she's younger <laughs> looking for her mother. That <laughs> sounds awesome. And uh, it's very much like the, the whole look, the feel, the soundscape, all of it is, is like totally alien inspired. Yeah. Interesting. Like it's... You're creeping through. You can't. Yeah. Okay. You know, you, you. The point of it is not to destroy the xenomorph. It's to avoid Escape. the fuck out of it. Avoid because the there's end. nothing you can do. Yeah. Nice. That's a good kind. Yeah. of So it's yeah. just stealth and hiding and kind of sneaking around it and you know the look and the feel. You know, again, the the, the chunky computer buttons and everything's very analog yeah. and it's all like, this. It's yeah. It's it's like the only, only good video game based off the series because there have been many oh, yeah. and they've all been critical disasters with maybe the exception of like some of the arcade shooter ones but mm. like it's the only good alien game uh and above i don't i might even have it somewhere but yeah, i have it i have it in my steam library because I, yeah. I, I started i played some of it and then i just gave up on it eventually i don't know why now I just want, like, Xenomorph Mr. X mods for Resident Evil 2. Oh, I'm sure remake. they exist. And I want, like, an Avoid the Noid, but with, like, a 16-bit Xenomorph chasing you around That's with good. a box of pizza. Like, <laughs> I wish I had any talent so I could make any of this happen. Yeah, the Xenomorph looks fucking terrible when it's moving. Mm. But I will say it, they, they did a really good job of designing it to be like in the backgrounds of shots and then mm. it moves slightly. That is spooky. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, that's a good, good effect. I mean, the fact that it is a, a, a human being in a suit yeah, yeah. Yeah. is a little bit mind blowing because yeah. you know they didn't have the capacity to do like CGI. Like I know, like uh, the the alien queen took what like fifteen fucking people to puppet it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that must have um, been nuts. But to take just a very tall, very yeah. lanky actor and to put him in a suit. Yeah. Like it's it's interesting, but it means like he moved very slowly. Yeah, and weirdly. And weirdly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I kinda get that. So he was six ten? He was six ten. I can't even imagine that's someone a, that tall. Tall as hell. Zidane Chara is six nine. Who is? He was a uh, well hockey player. Oh Charo. Is that what you said? Chara. Chara? Oh yeah, I know I Charo is an actor. Oh. And musician. Wow. Wait, the 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 Latin singer? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know her. Okay, yeah. how great. Tall is she? She's short as fuck. <laughs> yeah, she's like four ten, probably. She's four ten, and she's that's about smart. how far her tits stick out too. That's really Ew. that's what you know about her. She's little she's and she's got bo- huge boobs. That's funny. I, I don't. I tend to think of hockey players as not being super not. tall, so he must They're have stood out. Not. He's very yeah. yeah they tend to be like most like hockey players are like. Five, five between five ten and six three. Yeah, they're they're more compact as far as athletes go. Right. Yeah, and there's certainly lots of basketball players that exceed seven feet. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. But they also tend to be more muscly. That's true. Whereas this guy yeah, is this like guy was Doug Jonesy. Yeah. yeah, they considered Peter Mayhew, but I don't think Peter Mayhew would have had the same kind of movement. Is that it also not just gonna, would have inherently just made it because he's not a big guy, but he's still he's much bigger than this. This guy. Guy, yeah, he's. They should have had David Prowse, and then he could have done the voice too. <laughs> Is that the guy that's in the Darth Vader suit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got this like nerdy uh, English voice that he th- was surprised oh, that they cut out of the oh, movie. What a weird twist! Search <laughs> the ship. I want them alive. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just I just feel so bad for him, like taking his family to the premiere. Oh, boy, governor! I'm gonna be in this movie with the Star Wars, and I get to play with a laser sword. <laughs> I mean, that's, those things are still true. Why is he 
an urchin. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's not, not English characters are urchins. It's not that far off. Okay, it's not that close. Either, but... Well, it's like when uh, Charlie Bucket found out that his singing hadn't been replaced in. Uh, I was like, was it? Well, that's different though. That's not right. They promised Wizard him it, chocolate. They promised him it was going to be. That's no, right. I know. That's, that's what right. I mean. Imagine he that you like, go to the yeah. you go to the screening and there's your yeah. shitty, terrible little squeaky child singing yeah, voice. Right. Poor right. bastard. He didn't do movies after that either. He's a vet now. Oh. Focuses uh, largely on like large stock animals like horses and shit. He's and a real Columbus. James Harriet. Mm. One thing that both movies have that I think impractical is shit. Yeah. Those movement detectors mm. that kind of detect movement, so but don't. It's, it's like fucking Khan in Wrath of yeah. Khan in that they don't have 3D thinking. So it's like, oh yeah, it's coming right for us. Oh, we don't see it in front of us. Guys, oh guys. I mean, God especially damn it. in space. I feel like space is the exact place where if you spend any time in space, you have to think three-dimensionally. Yeah. Everything is around you and, like, especially with all these not linear. All these shafts that they're on a fucking road. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I, I guess it's great another... for the tension. Like, oh, yeah. it's going to be right here. But they do it in both movies. It's so dumb. And it's, like, it's you so didn't dumb. learn this from the last fucking movie. I well, even the... specifically say at some point, like, before that scene, they're like, oh, yeah, we got to, like, you know, lock down all of the, the vents and shit. Yep. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how did you forget about the ceiling? Mm. Well, here's the thing. They probably didn't realize that the motion detectors didn't work. I mean, they do work, though. But they didn't work well. Yeah. Oh, well, they, they're not translated well to what you're actually looking at. And now again, imagine like they go to lock down the ceiling panel and there's John McClane. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, I'm lost. I was like, <laughs> they open up the, the, the duct and, it, and he's just in there and he's just like, occupied. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he could have dealt with xenomorphs. Tim and Al on the outside in a little spaceship. The outside? Oh, okay. All right, yeah. They open one of the shafts, and they're accidentally in Cisco's office. <laughs> took a wrong turn. It seems so, or whatever. <laughs> Backs right back up. Oh, c- cool prop or prop I liked. Cool prop. Cool prop corner. Oh, the little uh, the, the red lights in the tube. No, no. They, they, didn't have red lights. they did not have red lights in the tube. Is it the auto-destruct thinger? Well, that was that cool. That was cool. I liked that. It reminded me of the Genesis device. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Gen um, Z's cool futuristic? I want you guys right? to keep guessing, yes. <laughs> and once you get to it, I'll tell you. The little car. Uh, the oh, the gun! I didn't like the little car. No, you like the part line. when she duct taped a gun to another gun? That, that was <laughs> that was hysterical. So oh, that reminds me of something. But Jake, you go first. But yes, I did. But it is a, it is a gun. It is uh, the gun that Vasquez yes. had that was like attached Fish to like kit. a Steadicam rig. That's yeah, that's yeah. what that was, right? I'm hundred percent. It definitely sure. was, it and was I think that's so smart because they have Steadicam. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or they could just buy him for the movie. And it's, it's kind of shit. And then there's like a coordinated dance that she yep. and one of the other movies yeah. do. Yep. And that's great though that they're not just hauling around these impossibly huge guns. It's like, no, no, they're they're still people. Yeah, we have they rigging. need assistance. Yeah. One thing that did annoy me though with the machine gun was that the bullet readout was on the side. And yeah. not, you know, yeah. on the stock where well, it would be useful to the like, shooter. Like Ripley turns it to look at it. And I'm like, how are you going to fucking do that yeah. while you're it's using like, it? That's clearly for the audience, not the user. And that's mm. frustrating. Yeah, that sucks. Also, your enemy can yeah. see how many bullets you have left. Yeah, also, that's true, I mean, too. Uh, and also, like, technology-wise, their guns run out of bullets so fucking fast. Mm. Like, are you kidding me? It's the future. They can do, like, spaceships that go... And you can't just put more bullets in your stupid gun. Just a longer clip. Yes. Well, One of those fucking drum clips. Yeah. yeah, but even in Star Wars, the blasters, like, overheat. Some, they always have to put in some yeah. limitations. Yeah, sure. yeah. 
I like the sequence when they're told, like, the the commander that they don't trust tells them not to use bullets. And they, mm. like, put it, they, like, hand over the clips. And then they're like, high, yeah. Vasquez, Vasquez has, is like, like, I got more bullets. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's how you can also tell that Gorman is a shit leader. Because, yeah. you know, for, first, he doesn't believe Ripley when she's yeah. like, don't let them use bullets. He's like, oh, oh, bullets are fine, right? We love bullets. She has no, to, Gorman, like, explain no, really. to him. Well, and he then didn't... he doesn't explain to the rest why. He yes. just assumes yeah, they follow orders. True. And, of course, they're not going to follow his yeah. orders. They don't trust this man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sad that it was Ripley who was like... Guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. did anyone think of no, no one? That's why I think, in a way, it's a double shame that they're apparently explicitly Marines. Yeah, because mm. so much of the writing felt like they were mercenaries. Interesting, and it would have made more sense in a way if they were. Yeah, like if they work for the company. Yeah. I feel like the sense they're going for is the idea of space marines where it's just like, it's such a job. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who just like show up to this job of being a space marine. Especially like the whole like, oh, is this another fucking bug hunt? Yeah. And the like, all of the dialogue between them feels very like, you it, know, it's just like, they're soldiers that just like hang out with each other like and get drunk. It was like they were trying to recapture the whole Nostromo thing. Mm. And again, I think that in a way would have worked better if they were mercs. Working class. Because yeah. then they could have been like really more obsessed with, and, yeah. And not have that, like, theoretical structure that Marines would have. Yeah. Or even if, like, you know, maybe the lieutenant is still a representative of the government, but they're mercenaries. Mm. That would doubly explain the sort of disconnect there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lack of respect in the lunch. Also, another bug hunt. What's that Verhoeven film? What's Starship that? Troopers. Yeah, where these guys... Very st- yeah. Do they also work for them? Yeah, same same Marines. Another bug hunt? Well, they bitch. did have... They had all the Marine actors read the Heinlein novel, Starship huh. Troopers, to get into the military mindset. Mm, that's oh, funny. I love it. Yeah, and it they, feels very similar. Yeah, it's style. it's very, it's very like, hua kind of thing. Yeah. And they also, like, didn't Marines. do... They didn't shoot the first Marine scene until the whole rest of the movie was filmed Got so it. that they'd have that camaraderie. Come and they'd, mm. you know, they'd be friends. And so that, you know, they wouldn't know Gorman yet. They wouldn't know Ripley. They don't know Burke. They're not all the people in the scene together. Mm. Fuck those assholes. Yeah, yeah. They specifically asked if they'd seen the first one. They only cast people who hadn't seen Alien. <laughs> that would have been funny, I true. think. <laughs> Just to really disconnect them don't from it. Don't listen to Chrissy lies. <laughs> true. It's actually, it's like Willy Wonka. None of the Oompa Loompas spoke English. They were all just... That, that is true. Oh. They were all like German extras. So they had to lip sync, like, mouth English, and they were dubbed later. Oh, Hand to God. Wild. Augustus Gloop also didn't know English. True, they but I... just fed him some English. Yeah, they, he had... But he, that's it, he said his own la- lines phonetically, whereas they were dubbed later. I feel bad for Vonka. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that kid. Um, Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. He's an accountant now. Is he? Mm-hmm. I love you, how do you know all of like the? the... He watches he so many special features uh, on, on DVD. It's actually what's going on with the thing. The, yeah, the, the special features on the DVD. They got all the kid actors back together, interviewed all of them, uh, and the five of them got together and did the audio commentary, and it's really good. What's Aww. Mike TV up to these days? <laughs> um, all kinds of random shit. Is it TV? Entertainment industry adjacent yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Usually, yeah. Not until you're twelve, son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not this movie. Um, <laughs> it's not? <laughs> that's a very different film. Mr. Wonka, what's in this room? Don't know! Oh, fuck. He got into the egg room. Run! Run! <laughs> Oompa, Oompa. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are eggs in that Looking yep, at eggs is a fun pastime. <laughs> except when it's full of an alien guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go with slime. 
So did I. I, but, I, I, I but you know, I liked the twist. Guy it's still a good. slant Guy rhyme. It works. It's beautiful. <laughs> <Mwah>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. You did just it. went you places. Mech suit fight. Mech mm. suit fight. Do we yeah. have to talk about it? I love mech suit fight. I <laughs> so want one. Aims. Like she puts it on and it does like, that's you know, it's, it's a, a podcast. And it's like, that's I what am, it is. That's what it is. And the alien moves so fast, except mm. for when it's fighting her and then I guess the well, slowness of the mech suit is fine. Let's be fair. At this point, <laughs> it's had its ovipositor blown off. It's probably in pain and bleeding. Well, she kind of like it tore it, tore it off. off. She, she tore like tore it off. Yeah, I, I feel like the alien made a choice to do that. Though. Yeah, I, I have, did. like, I was thinking, like, is that just something that she grows yes. when she needs it? Yes. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, like a lizard tail. She'll yeah. be able to grow another one back later when she finds when a new she's, place when to she's, oh. When she's ovulating, she sprouts her Like a real weird period. Oh. Imagine if that was your. So sorry. Anyway, next uh, like, suit fight. You made like a hey. tube out of your body, and it yeah. just like pooped out your stuff. Next suit. You're eating eggs, right? What's, that's basically just chicken ovulation. <laughs> we can't talk at once on a fucking podcast. I know. I'm trying to make it stop. Trying to make it stop. I'm trying to make it stop. I I do like the practicality of it. It's a very, as far as movie mech suits go, it feels mostly real. Mm. Like you feel like you could actually make this because there's a lot of mech things in in film and television mm. and stuff. You're just like. Yeah. The amount of controls you wouldn't... Like, yeah. like the Pacific ones, Rim. <laughs> well, Pacific Rim at least makes sense because they're like... It's like reading their brainwaves. So it's like, sure, you're controlling with your mind. But in so many things, it's just like a couple of pedals and a joystick. And you're like, how, how are you making the arm do this really... And what about the finger... What? Like this, I feel like you could actually probably build this thing. They and did you, for this movie. <laughs> well, but I mean, you could actually make ones that would Function. work. You know, like you could... Somewhere, caterpillars trying desperately to make a version of this to actually sell to construction companies. I mean, is it actually that practical, though? Probably not. No. But you could make I feel it. Like, I feel like having it be bipedal is dangerous because... Probably. You're going to, like... Tippy. Tip yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Oopsies. Like, I feel like a, a front-end loader or a forklift is, is a much better. for stabilization. There you go. Or it's like... Or, or, like a a or, or it's like, you know, the, the front two legs have your legs in it, but then there's also two mechanical ones in the back that kind of go so with it. So a centaur. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like a dinosaur. Or a cow. Dinosaurs. Um, yeah, that, it's very much, you know, one of those very iconic, oft- yeah. Uh, parodied yeah, sequences. Yeah. I mean, I, so I don't love the fight with the queen because that doesn't make sense to me based on how it moves. But I do like when she first puts the suit on. Yes. Like a oh, yeah. And him. Hicks is like, I'm in love with you. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so good. Uh, Will you fucking marry me? <laughs> Where do you That's want what it? romance yeah. movie looks like. <laughs> As a, you know, less Newt, more of them like yeah. flirting. Cut Newt, please. Mm. Um, I feel like you need a survivor though. That that yeah. like gives you some texture to that. But again, be some scared person. Yeah, man. a person is fun. The guy who couldn't get on the elevator. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's just going to his office job. It's Brent Spiner for some reason. Yay! One day, one day we're gonna do Independence Day, and I'm gonna have a great day. Oh, that'll be good. Oh, man. I, yeah, I feel like maybe we can talk about it at the time, but clearly there's like a little bit of alien in the designs of the aliens in. Independence Day. Like a little, mm. little bit. They were like, how do we do the greys but make yeah. them look like Giger designed them but without us getting sued? And not being terribly scary that children can't watch this movie. Yeah, that too. And a little less genital. Yes. A mm. lot less. 
Do you think... At, at what age could kids watch Alien and Aliens? Because I know they sold toys. I would say 35, maybe. I'm still amazed. <laughs> and maybe they were going to and didn't. But I am shocked there wasn't a Saturday morning cartoon. Because it's amazing. I mean, they made a what? fucking Robocop oh Saturday morning God, cartoon. Oh my God, that would be a great the cartoon. The late 80s and early 90s. That's because people didn't understand Robocop. Yeah. I well, didn't even not, see There was a Rambo like. one. Like, the late 80s and early 90s were all about taking not-child-friendly franchises and making Saturday morning cartoons out of them. Mm. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried it with this and it just didn't happen. But Interesting. I feel like you could bring a kid to see Aliens before you could yes. take them to see yeah. Aliens. Which is kind of weird. Yeah, Alien well, is like too any... slow for a kid and also too scary, whereas yeah. the action shit is just... Well, it's just like Terminator, like any other James Cameron film. Shoot him up, kind of running around. Like any other James Cameron film. But the thing is, is like the only other James Cameron film I really know is Titanic. So it's like, yeah, just like every other James Cameron film. You can bring a kid to Titanic. Yeah. They'd be bored to piss. The Terminator I was like 11 when I went to see Titanic, and I I thought I was getting away with something. Because I was like, there was a PG-13 movie. I was like, whoa, I got in. Slammed into the movie theater, holding hands and crying. Crying. Fun fact, it was number one of the box office for fucking ages. Oh, I remember. You I know what knocked twice. it off to off the number one spot? Armageddon. The terrible Lost in Space movie. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's blank? the movie where the solution is always turn the ship around and go into the planet. Yes. Mm. I yes. remember seeing that movie and being like, are they doing that again? There's always a bigger fish. Wait, isn't that the solution in the first Kelvin movie too? So many movies. Because they're like, they're going to use the, the, the gravity, gravity welds the and <laughs> To make it so they can actually get up to speed. Yeah. Because they have to get to 88 miles per hour to time travel. Yeah. Being fair, with that, they used a train. Here's a note. Yes. Note. Originally, they didn't have the alien in the escape pod mm. part of the movie. Mm. They added that at the end when they needed a button. or I don't quite know. But they needed, they put it added, added it to the end. Yeah. Increased the budget a little bit so we can add this to the end. Yeah. Ridley Scott's original plan. Let me read this verbatim no, from my notes. No, it's going to be about the underwear. No. <laughs> oh, really Scott's I, original plan. I want to see TNA. Well, no, I, I already <laughs> mentioned he wanted it to come be... come out of panties. He wanted it naked. No. But he wanted the alien to bite off Ripley's head. Mm-hmm. And then the alien would settle down in the chair. <laughs> get a fork and get knife. All, get all comfy. Get on the comms and in a perfect impersonation. Yeah. And as Ripley's boy, voice be like... Hey guys, I'm coming home, or whatever Ripley would say. What the fuck, Men in Black shit is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like the idea that it then lands, but continues to try to keep up the ruse. So it's like in her jumpsuit and has put on a little wig, and people are just like, "Where's the tail go? You look different, Ripley. Yeah, it's space. I've been travel. working out. <laughs> oh, been nice. working out. Suits you. It made me feel black and exoskeleton. <laughs> <laughs> that version is funny. <laughs> But yeah, I remember reading that, and that is, oh boy. Bad idea. It's better than that. That was one thing that kind of annoyed me with two as well, was like, it did the classic sequel thing of the same but bigger. It's like, what's the end of the movie? We fly away from a big nuclear explosion, but then, oh, wait, it's on the ship, and throw it out an airlock. And the fight, you know, is, is iconic, but I really appreciated that the end of the first one is just like, kind of stereo. Just gonna slowly belt myself in, and I'm freaking out, and rightly fucking so. She acts the shit out of that scene, too. And then it's just like, fuck you, vacuum! And it's like, what? It's so good. Yeah, I love all the constant close-ups on Sigourney Mm. Weaver's face. It's very The Shining, because it makes her eyes look fucking enormous and terrified. Yeah, yeah. I love that. She's great. Yeah. 
Also, that little girl holding onto the grating with her little thingies, she'd have been blown into fucking space. That <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> that <laughs> little cute description was of her little thingies. And then you're like, did she fucking die? Like, Bishop had to grab her. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Bishop, Bishop grabbed her. Hero. Hero Bishop. Jerk. Half let her go. Oh. Or like, Bishop. Ah. <laughs> I got his number. <laughs> <laughs> that's something I feel like they didn't like again like a thing that I feel like they kind of laid the groundwork for but didn't follow through on yeah. was just the the, the knee jerk distrust that understandable knee jerk distrust she has of Bishop because mm. fuck androids yeah like it feels like they maybe want to do something about yeah. androids and as a race metaphor but yeah. never yeah followed it anywhere well and I feel like there's just like a not a lot that happens in that like it's an interesting thread but just they kind of didn't Nothing. Not really, yeah. I just... feel like they needed it because there was an android in the previous movie. Yeah. yeah. And that's why they had to It felt similarly it. tacked on. Like, in both movies, it's, like, kind of beside the point. Yeah, there's just I guess it's here, too. Maybe the whole point was, in that day, Sigourney, you know, Ripley learned an important lesson, which was that not all androids are horrible and the yeah. stereotypes are not real. So Ripley's true. heart grew three sizes that day. That's but do so they dream and it killed of electric her. sheep? Hmm. Don't no, know, no. don't care. Oh, fuck you, Philip K. Dick. <laughs> More like Philip K. K. Dick. <laughs> okay, so back when I was working in publishing, this is such an aside. But I love it already. I used to abbreviate, so I worked on the Philip K. Dick novels for the ebook version. Oh, you so gave I, me a bunch. I had a huge pile of them at work. I sent them to like lots of people trying to get rid of them. Oh, but I used <laughs> to, me. in my notes when I was working on stuff, I used to like abbreviate stuff to like, you know, you have to like finish up the ebook for Philip K. Dick's, whatever. And then I was like, I just kept writing dick. So I was like writing dick all over my notes and I was like, I got to change that. So then I was like, I'll just write Philip's. But the book that I was working on was called uh, Electric Dreams. So it's Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. So I eventually just changed it to Philip's ED. And then I realized that that's not help. Nice. Uh, that, I don't know, it's not Dick's ED, at least. I, know, I, mean, like, I will say, that is one of my go-tos for whenever people say the, the book is always better. I'm like, no, no. Blade Runner is so much better than Do Android. Dick Dick wrote so many cool ideas that became yes. amazing movies. Yes. And when you read them, you're like, well, Yeah, he's good okay. at concept, yes. less at execution. And the less said about his opinions on women, the better. You'd say that about oh, a lot of yeah, sci-fi writers. Oh, yeah, but it was the 19 rah, rah, rah. No, <laughs> the 19 even, rah, rah, rah. even, even after he should have known he's, better. I mean, uh, his electric dreams that I worked on, he was alive. I mean, like, he was writing it. He's, he's, I don't know if he's dead now, but he exists in the world. He's still alive? No, maybe? no, he died a while ago. Oh, my oh. God. I was like, holy shit. But he's been alive in my lifetime? Oh, goodness, yes. Oh, I thought he was, like, no. olden times. No. No. Shakespeare. I, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, honestly, I probably thought, like... I don't know. Next thing you're going to tell me, Cthulhu's writer is alive, too. Lovecraft? Yeah, him. That's what I think. I thought it was just like... More like Lovecraft. In in olden times, they used to use, like, like, verb noun for for names. So Shakespeare, (laughs) Philip Dick. Nailed it. Philip Dick. I like it. Awaken, said Deckard. That's what they used to call all the partners. It's Philip Dick. last worthwhile note of my mentioning uh, is uh, in Aliens mm. uh, the word fuck used, is used 25 times 18 of which by Hudson <laughs> fuck yeah, man, makes sense. man which fuck. I love was that some kind of record at the time like I doubt it the most fucks in any I film I doubt it I love that this is where we got nuke it from orbit it's the only way to be sure mm. oh, yeah. yeah 
And the delivery of that sequence is so... That's another one of those, like, flirting sequences between the two of them. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, except then he's terrible. Because he's like, nuke it for more, but it's the only way to be sure. And you're just like, you're lucky you're cute because you don't act so good. (laughs) I was into it. No, I I mean, like, same, but I hated myself for it, you know? Like... I just kind of now want some candy company to have like nougat from orbit which they're going to be sure is like oh a, some kind God. of tagline or something. Would, there could be three musketeers. They're yeah. full of nougat. And yeah. they're made by full Mars. Of, full of, there we full go. of nougat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, I really just reaffirmed I fucking love Alien. It's such a good movie. Such a good it's a movie. very good it's film. Bonkers. I think I'm glad I didn't see it until I was an adult. I think oh. little me would have missed out like mm. on so much. All the dicks. Three watches are worth it though. I mean. Yeah. And I, th- I feel like I had seen many, many years ago a screening of it at the Brattle. Mm. Oh, I bet that was great. Yeah, big screen. Uh, yeah, really and that was, that, was, that was pretty fun. And, like, and especially in a theater with, with like a bunch of other people who were into it. How many a bunch of other apps nerds? I don't know. Probably probably a box. Or no three. Caps. Yeah. Really? I mean, a fucking great cast in the first one, too. You know, I'm not sure how many of them were already kind of well-known and how many of this made. I actually wrote this down. Melissa's yeah, got to this question. Thank okay, you, Melissa. So, this is why you're here. So uh, Sigourney Weaver was, like, not a big thing, but this was, like, her, her kind of big breakout. Somehow, somehow didn't get nominated for any awards, though. Yeah. Well, the, especially then, like, still to this day, but... But, but yeah, genre. genre stuff just gets ignored by everything yeah. except genre-specific awards. But then awards. Veronica Cartwright got nominated for Best... Um, Subordinate, subordinate actress. Subordinate. What is it called? Supporting. That, yeah. Wow, then I got nothing. Best subordinate actress. Yes. Subordinate. <laughs> Best submissive actress. Okay, well, they so, have those uh, at the pornies. Yeah, so they have the AVN awards. So you've got uh, Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, uh, who's Captain Dallas, yep. was in MASH, like yep. nine years yep. before this. So he was a big deal. This is also just like a little bit before he was in Top Gun. So he was just like... Oh, he's in Top Gun. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I've seen that he's like a big once. deal guy. So, uh, and then Veronica Cartwright, like we said, was in Birds when she was a kid, and then Invasion of the Body Snatchers when she was, like, a young woman, so she was just kind of, like, a staple. Harry Dean Stanton uh, had done lots of work before this, and, like, a lot of, Lots of westerns, right? Westerns. He worked with Sam Shepard a lot. Yeah, well, he got a big star in Like him, yeah, he was always a that guy. He's, like, king of the that guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, you've seen him in something. He's in the first Avengers as a security guard. He's in the Green Mile. Yeah, he's toot toot in Green Mile. And that's the thing is like he and uh, Yafet Koto, the two yeah. the two engineers, just bring that like realism, which is so good. And then you've got John Hurt and Ian Holm, who both had like done work, were like British actors, and like oh, were like around. Watership Down was probably out by then, mm. maybe. I think that was a late seventies movie. Yeah, yeah. John Hurt's Hazel. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like John Hurt wasn't like. I don't know. Was he a big actor at this time? Because it seems like he gets such a small role in this film. Like, all, it's a huge role in the sense that like it's impactful and it's the most memorable scene in the film. But yeah. him, like, he doesn't really get to act a ton in this movie. I so, think both of them were stage actors. Yeah, and had just like developed chops that way, and so they had done a lot of like bit parts in movies. Mm. That sounds and right. They're for really English actors in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that's the thing is really it's only been in the last couple decades that like they assume Americans know British actors. Mm. Like, you might be the fucking king of Britain, yeah. but Hollywood assumes no one knows who the fuck you are in the United yeah. States. Well, like, like John Hurt, like, I think of him mostly from... V for Vendetta? Well, he was in that, but no, no. I, like, even before this, um, in uh, I Claudius, he plays Caligula. Which is like a oh, that must be shit. weird. It's a, it's a great, and he does he does it. Oh, he is the does. slimiest yeah. motherfucker. He's so bad. Yeah, like he's so I, bad. He's like power glove that bad though. Like oh. 
No, 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 no. It's a good way. No, I know, I know. I just. I it's like so interesting because he feels like such an ingenue in this movie. You know what I mean? Mm. That, like they because ca- like with the chestburster and he's like sickly and also like when they wake up out of the pods, he's the first one who wakes up and yeah. they like linger on him, like looking around in his little white outfit. I feel like there's something it's very like onesie. sweet and angelic yeah. about him. Mm. Yeah, he slips into the egg fucking nest. Oh. I just lost my balance. Oh, he's just a oh, sweet babies and that's the thing. Like, and again, that's, that's another thing is like. You get why they're not great at this. It's not their job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas one of the common and very deserved criticisms hurled at Prometheus is these people are actually all scientists yeah. who this is their job yeah. and they do some of the dumbest, dumbest shit. shit. They're like, oh wow, the uh, atmosphere atmosphere here is breathable. So they take their helmets off and you just want you fucking guy Fliegman is to show up and yeah. go like, yeah, there's air, but what about diseases? Yeah. Like snow yeah. funny. I mean, and it makes sense that in Alien, the, the science officer is the one who is like, it's Ash. He's the one who like is trying to fuck with shit and like yeah. trying to be stupid. So yeah. yeah. Get everybody killed. Yeah, he's fuck trying to get Ash. everybody killed. So instead of like having reasonable protocols, he's like, I don't know. Kill all humans. Fuck the aliens. <laughs> but yeah, it is weird seeing in this year. Because like when I think about it, I, mostly I think of stuff when he's older. Yep. Uh, I mean, or from the storyteller where he's under old age makeup. makeup. Which one? So John, good. In John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. in the storyteller? He's he the, is storyteller. the storyteller. Oh, no shit. I didn't know yeah, that. He played yeah. the doctor, too, at one point, right? Yeah, he did he, the, the war, war doctor. doctor. Yeah. Doctor between eight and nine slash is nine kind of. Yeah. He's control eight in the film version of Tinker Taylor. I fucking love oh, John yeah. Hurt. Yeah, he's great. All right, he's he's like, he's got that, that fucking voice. Yes. And you know who, who has the same voice is, uh, or a similar voice is, uh, fucking Cake. Shinzon there. Um, oh, um, he's also in Tinker Tailor. Yep. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Like, uh, he plays Ricky Tar. Uh, oh, um, Pillow Lips? Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah Pillow yeah, Lips. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Tom Hardy? Thank Tom you. Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah, and I feel like. They, they, they could, like, Tom Hardy could do a lot of the things that, that John Hurt did mm. just because he has that, that voice. And he's so much tougher, though. Like, Tom Hardy is such a, like, he's like a mountain. He's a, yeah, he's like a badass. He's like a badass. He's got, he Hurt's was like born in the dark. Brad Brad. He's John Hurt, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a great John Hurt impression. <laughs> Ian Holm, of course, now will forever be Bilbo. Yeah. But he was also in Fifth Element as the wacky oh, priest. Yeah. Which I so, totally so forgot. Oh, Probably Fifth the first Element. thing I saw him in. God, you guys have to do it. We have to do Fifth Element. Yeah, we keep talking about it. Did we do it? No, we haven't done it yet. Well, if we have, we should do it again. No, we are going to come do it? Do it again. Yeah, I love that. Good. I would love that. Oh my God, let's do it. So bad and so good. Let's do it next weekend. Was Yafit Koto big at this point? I can't remember his career trajectory. He definitely, well, I know by this point he'd been in uh, Live and Let Die. Yeah. Oh boy. What's that? Is that Baron Hermione? That's that? Roger Moore's first one, and there's just so many. This is a Bond, Bond, Bond yeah. movie? Okay. But who yeah. did he play? He, he was the main villain, but there was a lot of just uncomfortable racial stereotyping. Oh no. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's voodoo cults and all Oh, it was, other... it was Baron no, Baron Shemady's his oh. henchman. He's Mr. Big. Oh, okay, great. I was going to say, because Baron Shemady sounds like it would go with the voodoo cult. He would, but he's he's about. like the, the Jaws of that film. I see, I see. Um, I don't think I've seen that one, shark. have I? Probably not, because uh, it's terrible. No, the shark's name is Bruce. <laughs> and then, of course, he's in Midnight he's Run at some point. Joke? No, no, it's... That's it's, what they call That's the, what the shark is called in Jaws, the, the, the oh, animatronic. That's what they dub, that. yeah. They yeah, dub yeah, the shark sorry. Bruce. Oh, that's just, cute. I was just trying to jump from no, your I, joke, no, that's and right. I jumped the shark. That's, you see what happens? Hey, Which is presumably hey, why hey. the shark is named Bruce in Finding Nemo. See, I always oh, thought the yeah. shark was called Livingston, but... Mm, well, I don't know. Nah. 
I thought it was called fuck. I can't remember the thing's you name. You thought it now. was called fuck? The fucking plant. You know the plant's name. Beauregard. Damn it. Beauregard. I had it. I was like, here's a joke, and then it was just <laughs> ADHD was like, oh, did you have a point to make? <laughs> Sorry, it's gone. All right. Well, so do we have anything else? We are. Yeah. Anything else? I got nothing. Hello, I am your guest. Which, which did you prefer, Melissa? Between the two? Yeah. I mean, Alien is obviously a better movie. Aliens is, like, more of a popcorn flick. So, like, if you're not looking for something that is a heavy moment, you just want to fuck around and watch some dumb space marines. Yeah, look at look at Hicks a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I feel like If you're going to fuck around and watch some dumb face, space marines... Starship Yeah, Troopers. go watch Starship Troopers. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you could make out through Aliens. I don't think you could make out during Alien. If you can, <laughs> I don't want to know you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, both of them have moments. Like, there's a part in Aliens where, like, they, like, walk into the room where all the face huggers are in the tubes, and then, like, an ovipositor or something oh, yeah. is on the screen. Mm. No. Yeah. I feel Making like out aliens, and then that happens is just too much. Aliens is a make-out movie. Alien <laughs> is a handjob movie. Oh, no! God, why? <laughs> but no, Alien is a movie. have Jake on this podcast? <laughs> I mean, okay, I'll say Alien maybe is, like, a first date movie, so for some people, that's a handjob movie. <laughs> oh, God. But it's, like, it's scary, it gets your heart racing. You've got to, really like, say that you got to be kind of like, yeah, fingered to alien. You've got to be in the mood for it. You know, you've got to be like, oh, God. I'm, I'm trying to change it. For the handshop? <laughs> when am I not in the mood for a handshop? <laughs> but I can see that be one of those movies, like, ah, I don't want to think. Yeah. I'm not going to watch Alien right now. Yeah, 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 I don't want to yeah, think yeah. and mm. feel things. Existential I, horror. Yeah. The dread of space and whatnot. You're so small, Chris. So very small. This is a weird hand job. The I was gonna say that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're out of it too. Uh. Sorry. Oh God. That's my last statement on these movies. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me on your podcast. <laughs> Do you have anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> Podcast. So, uh, Penumbra Podcast, I'm the voice of Kwan Yi, so that's always... Why should I know you're on the Penumbra, Penumbra Podcast? Fuck. Yeah, I do the highest, with, um, highest with the most annoying voice I possibly can. Give us a taste. Um, so, yeah, the, the Kwan Yi voice is up here, which oh. is very annoying. <laughs> oh my god. That's adorable. <laughs> that's it took me a long time to work that one out. I love it. Thank you. Well, now I have to listen yeah, to the Yeah, we'll include podcast. some links. Shit. Yeah, don't yeah. listen to the first season because I'm not in it. And there's also we'll skip to the I'm just episodes. kidding. The first season's amazing. <laughs> listen to it anyways. Um, but if you want to hear me, I'm in the second set. It also, it's like the knights fighting and sometimes kissing monsters plotline. I love it I'm already. not in the space gay space detectives plotline. Oh. I love that one too. Mm-hmm. Those both sound both good. Great. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm down with all of it. It's a very fun podcast. Well, and so I, I also have the like great luck of not only am I an, a, an actor on this podcast, I also am a script editor and I've done nice. some like recording supervising so they just get to work with the production team which everyone on this team is fucking great. So I'm really lucky to be on it. That's so cool. Yeah, fun. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, thank you. You, you were in that radio play that I that I released. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't plug this often enough. Oh, yeah. Listen to, to my old uh, radio play, Fine-Tuned Universe. Melissa's yeah. in it. Yeah. Oh, we had some And she's great. Chris, Chris is in it, too. And he's great. Everyone knows Chris is in it. Oh. Pl- I've plugged that before. But yeah. now we have another one. It's me. Yeah. And our other frequent guest star Liz is in it. Yeah. And it's a yeah. super, super, just a really great listen, anyway. Even yeah. if these great people weren't in it, it's still great. So you That's can listen true. to Hooray. it. The story is really good. So what are we doing next week? Next week, oh, I, I forgot that no people may not know that we're usually a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> Question marks. 
Uh, we did this episode because, you know, there's some crazy aliens in Star Trek sometimes. So we covered it. Yeah. We found the connection and we jumped on it immediately like a fucking face hunter. I'm sure <laughs> that with the masterful way we covered these films, they just assumed we always talked about aliens. <laughs> because so we were great. Such insightful commentary. Exhausting analysis. <laughs> Fisting. Hand job. Here's the thing. With all the psychosexual weird in these movies, talking about hand jobs kind of makes sense. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a perv. Yeah. Sci-fi uh, is for pervs. So next week, next week, we're back doing our Voyager coverage. We're still in season four of Voyager, Ooh, so make sure it. that you're listening to that because there's actually, season four has got some really good stuff. Uh, next week, the episodes we're looking at are The Killing Game, parts one and two which we'll have opinions about, and we'll tell you all about them. Uh, so check us out there. That'll be next week. You can also check us out on SoundCloud, where you can listen to this episode again, I guess, if that's what you're into. Um, or listen to any of other other past episodes, our past 10 forwards, including things like Starship Troopers, which came up a lot, and mm. Dune, which came up a lot. Check Dune's those out. Other Verhoeven films. Oh, the Verhoeven films were really fun. Yeah, we've done RoboCop. Um, and the other one, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, minority. No, not minority. Report. Wait, Total, Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yep. yep. Yeah. We haven't done Minority Report. Starship Troopers. Total Recall episode because I just recently watched it. That is a weird ass movie. That's really fucking is. weird, it's right? A great the movie. end of it really should be, and it was all a dream. <laughs> we'll get into it afterwards. Listen to the episode. It's probably on there. Uh, let's see, what else can you do? You can read all our blog posts. We're doing lots of, like, wild blog topics on our blog posts on, uh, SSHBpodcast.com. Bro, and all, and all thanks to Ames, by the way. Ames Ooh. is, like, the backbone of that whole thing. So if yep. you love those things, like, you should give it up for Ames, because she, she, it's, she births all of those things for give me, us. Give me them things. I look at so many screen grabs of ships. So many. I'm, <laughs> I'm slowly going mad. Slowly. Fastly. Fastly going, <laughs> fastly going mad. If you have more comments that you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on the Facebook. You can use our Twitter. You can tell us in life. We probably know you. <laughs> Thank you so much again to Melissa for guesting. Yay! Uh, until next week, this has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. This has been Jake. This has been Chris. And Melissa. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Game yeah, over! Game over! Episode man. over, man! <laughs> <laughs>